from the Los Angeles Underground. It's time for your new favorite podcast, The Superiority Complex. It's like honey in your ear holes. Welcome back to Superiority Complex, everybody. Your new favorite podcast. How's everybody doing today? Jake is here. John is here. Justine's here. Patrick's here. I'm here. It's a great day here. We're two weeks out, three weeks out from Christmas. It's hat day in the studio. It's hat day in the studio. Only Justine and I did not get the memo. Or the cool memo. (laughs) Yeah. So not wearing Uh, hats. Two people are wearing Vans hats. Yeah. John and and I, we texted back I'm wearing nondescript Amazon hat. And then someone's wearing a denim cap. And a denim jacket. Like, that's denim on denim. It's not always the best choice. But it's two different colors of denim. Two colors. Are you you wearing jeans? I'm wearing black jeans, yes. So he doesn't look like he's wearing a Canadian tuxedo. So he's denim boy today. I'm denim. Because it's different. What? Or the Justin Timberlake (laughs) outfit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. With Britney. Yeah. Britney trying to that's what I aspire. Spears. Oh, aspire Britney Spears. Okay. She's been she's been away that long. Yeah, yeah. 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 No, no, Help me, Britney. I just like um, to know. Hmm. Murphy. <laughs> Are there other Britneys? Is there another Britney? <laughs> Name five famous Britneys. Justine, go. Britney Murphy, Britney Spears, Britney S. Spears. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> From Glee. <laughs> her name was Britney S. Spears. Is she famous though? Yeah. She's a dancer. I don't know about her. I don't know. Last night we were driving around uh, looking at Christmas lights. You were cruising? And uh, my daughter, was a Grinch, and my daughter says, hey, look, the Grink, and it made me laugh so hard. <laughs> Why I never thought of pronouncing it that way, but it made me laugh. The Grink. There we go. That's it. See, the dumbest things make me laugh. Yep. It's true. So I make you laugh all the time, right? Mm, no. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, what have you... Uh, oh, there's a movie on HBO Max. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. 8-Bit Christmas. Mm-hmm. Starring uh, Did you watch it? Doogie Hauser. Is it good? Neil Patrick Harris. What do you think? It is not good. And Sarah Silverman. Right? Isn't she the no. girl? No. Sarah Silverman? Sarah Silverman. No, that's, that the, long that's time. Seth Rogen's yeah. uh, TV show. No, this is a movie called 8-Bit Christmas about a kid that wants a Nintendo. Oh, I did watch that one too. It's a ripoff of A Christmas Story, The Goonies. It was too cheesy. Jingle uh, all the way. Zinka, Sandlot. <laughs> It was te- it was horribly cheesy. Yet I didn't finish it. I enjoyed the '80s nostalgia. I enjoyed the '80s nostalgia. I was a little too old by that time. I got my first Nintendo when I worked at a video store. My daughter. Oh, just, you were working. My so daughter. You, you my daughter it. made fun of me for this because she said, "I said I worked for a guy who did not pay me consistently," and then he came to me at Christmas and he said, "I have this bonus for you. Here's your here's your Nintendo." <laughs> But it was sort of a thing where it was it was implied that it was in lieu of pay. Yeah, I didn't pay you, so here's a Nintendo. <laughs> my daughter's like, why didn't you just get the money and buy a Nintendo? <laughs> and I said, because I'm not as smart as you were. You are now, obviously. But, it, but it, honestly, it was because... Your thought was, oh, sweet, a fucking Nintendo. No, it was because I was still like 16, and if I had used money to buy a video game system, my parents would have murdered me. Ah, yeah. so that worked out so, so well. So it was easier for me to take the money, nice. to take the, that. As a, yeah. And then he ended up paying me the money later, but it was funny because I was telling my daughter, I go, that's how I got my first Nintendo. Mm. Like, and I got Super Mario and Duck Hunt with it, so we're, you know, I wasn't su- sweating it either. I only got to play if I went to my cousin's house, so it was the only time I ever played Nintendo. Mm. That okay, movie, the movie, but why? <coughs> oh, why? Why is that? Why'd you, why did you never have a Nintendo? 
I didn't have one. Because you had... My first console was an Xbox. And what else did you have? What? PlayStation? PlayStation? Yeah. yeah. You, did, you had the other consoles. But that's consoles. before Nintendo. You make it sound like it's real sad. No. But I didn't have... Because everyone knew <laughs> Super <laughs> Mario Brothers. She always goes... Her and, and her sister so always do this. They're always like, we didn't have Nintendos when we were growing up. It was yeah. like, yeah, no, you had a fucking Xbox. Yeah, you had everything else. You had GarageBand. <laughs> you had Guitar Hero. But you had fucking all the big consoles. That's way later. I don't care. Oh, no. <laughs> Like, yeah, I never we got... never had that fun stuff growing up. We only had Xbox and PlayStation. Yeah, well, it's like when my cousin was like, Let's Dreamcast. Play this. And I was like, No, I want to play your Nintendo. My, my parents did buy me a 20 Atari. Well, they didn't buy me the Atari, they bought me the Sears version. Mm. Of the Atari Twenty Six Hundred, Sears had their own knockoff. That's what I had. The yeah. Atari could play, could play Pong on it. Yeah. <laughs> I forget what it was called. Well, then but she it played all the uh, yeah. played all the Atari games. She also had that computer game where you play Wheel of Fortune and Jeopardy, and it's oh. all in like the green. And then what's that one game where it's like that crazy looking guy and he goes around in a square and he goes. Someone just revived it. Too. Oh, oh! Um, Someone it's just big uh, money, no whammy. Big money, no whammy. Is that the it's, red guy? And he's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, he has like an angry face. Oh, uh, big money, no whammy. I was thinking of the up. little. Uh, I was thinking of the cube. What cube? No, no we had to fucking cube. play math one, blasters. Cubert, uh, growing up, math blasters. I was thinking Cubert. <laughs> That's a throwback. Are you talking about big money, no whammy, the game show? Yeah, but they made it into a little computer game at my cousin's. I used to play it there. The floppy disc. That's how I played that game. Mm-hmm. I remember playing that's games on back. That's mm-hmm. going way back. Back in the day. But that one director, that female. Press your luck. There you go. That's what I meant. Press your luck. That was the name of that. I see. What did you call it? Big money, no whammy. Because that's what it would say on the show. They'd be like, yeah. big money, big, no big whammy. Money, big money, Because no the whammy, whammy would take away all your prizes. That guy, yeah. And you'd like stack your prizes, and then that little guy would come up, yeah. pop out, and be like, and it would be like, like let's make. And a they're deal. bringing it back, aren't they? That they girl's bringing back. it back. They brought it back uh, last year. I think it was on. Yeah, TV. that director. Who? That woman. Hosted by who now? The uh, girl who. Ida Lupino. Who made um, that singing movie? Wow, that was a crazy guess. <laughs> Acapella? Or? Ida Lupino. Wow. That's out there. You know, female director. Oh, yeah. See, of if, you just, the see if, you just ignore, if you just ignore him, they'll eventually stop. So we're just going to keep going. But I don't, I don't know. What, I don't know. I don't that know was that a joke is. designed for one person. It's never, if if I am engaged in the conversation, that is the main conversation. Mario's all, here's how it works. <laughs> I get to say that. Nobody else gets yes. to say that. Right. Correct. perfect. Going. Yeah. Oh, uh, Anna Kendrick or no, the no. director. Oh. Uh. Well, you have the information right there. Don't keep us in suspense. It's a lot of scrolling, dude. It should be right there. See, this Elizabeth is why Banks. I'm responsible. She brought that back. Oh, this oh, is why I'm responsible the girl for from, all the movie information. What's her name? The girl from that show. <laughs> Out of the past. No. What? What show was Elizabeth Banks on? Nick and Maury make a porno. No. Sabrina. Oh, no. I'll Save by the Bell. No. You sure? Scrubs. She was on a show. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. You only pulled up Banks. <laughs> I was just on Even it. Steven. <laughs> she was on a, she was a regular Family on a show. Family Matters. Carly's Angels, but that's, she's director by that time. No, 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 no. Elizabeth Banks. Yeah. Fresh Prince. Mockingjay. Nope. Hunger Game. Orange is, Orange is the New Black. Going. Catch Me If You Can. She was in that. Role Models. Yeah. Gilligan's Island. That's too uh, far back. Mm. Invincible. <laughs> ah, I see. Our idiot brother. Let's just amazing. let's just give Lego up at movie. this point. Wet Hot American Summer. She was on a television show. Magic oh. Mike. Look up for television shows, <laughs> not movies. I am scrolling. You can sort my TV. <laughs> See, this is why I look this shit up. Modern Fam. Modern she's Family. Not. No, she's... As a Shrubs. regular. 
Scrubs? That yeah, was she it. was on Scrubs. That was it. It was, it was Scrubs, no, yeah. No, I didn't watch Scrubs like that. You didn't? Like the that. Muppets. It was okay. Not regular. I would not, catch it, but it wasn't, it wasn't a regular. Yeah, I didn't dig it. I didn't watch it all that much. It's gone. I don't know. Not it's gone. Thing. Not for me. <laughs> I don't know. see it. It's me. gone. I'll maybe you're it. talking about Bowen. No. Julie Bowen? No, Julie Bowen's from Modern Family. Yeah, mm. but maybe you're confused. No, too. Well, that's, that's a good no, show. No, because I just told you who Julie Bowen was. You, you, white and blonde. Yeah. You can say it. That was a good answer. <laughs> say it. Say it. Say it. Who was it that played um, George W. Bush's wife on, in that feature? Mm. Is that the same person? With uh, James Brolin? Yeah. And who was so playing Cheney? Was it Richard Dreyfus playing Cheney? <laughs> right. okay, you played on. him like the penguin. <laughs> Cape to Dunderhead. <laughs> uh, this is going to be... It's, it's called gonna, W, right? It's going to be a lot of editing. Nice. for Daddy. I don't know why we're doing uh, um, W. Yeah, Elizabeth Banks is uh, Laura Bush. There you go. Okay. If you'd like to, submit your, you, if you'd like to uh, submit your questions, that's at Apsu Complex. This has now uh, become... That's a great We will cast. look it up online I, I never saw that movie. It was a good movie. A I think it was cast. Oliver Stone, right? What's the movie called? Uh, w. w. Oh, I didn't watch that. Josh Brolin, Elizabeth Banks, James Cromwell, Ian Gruffa. I never know how to say his name, but Mr. Fantastic. Right. Jeffrey Wright, Dandy Newton, Richard Dreyfus, Toby Jones, Scott Glenn, Bruce McGill, D-Day, Jesse Bradford. Are you kidding me? I'm here to tell you that was a good movie. Alan Burstyn. It was good. Stacey Keach. Oh. I mean, was there I were right good with, people in cast. It was, Oliver, it was Oliver Stone directing. I don't know. He's got this thing about presidents. You know, he did uh, JFK, he yeah. did Nixon, you know. Collect them all. So we were, we were. What were we talking about originally? The movie Cats. We <laughs> went down, we went down mm. a rabbit, rabbit hole. We were talking about good cast. Uh, eight bit Christmas. Eight, eight bit Christmas. Christmas. Uh, so in, in in conclusion, eight bit Christmas is okay. Uh, <laughs> it's a long way around the that, barn. That uh, Power of the Dog though is amazing. Okay. Okay, you saw that. So that was what's it called? Power of the Dog. And that's so he's making movies about dogs and cats. He's giving equal Playing time. both sides Aww. of the field. He's giving equal time. Yeah. He's making sure he doesn't piss he did, off his fans. There is one dog in that movie, yeah. Now, cause, well, because think about it. He was Sherlock Holmes, but then he was also Khan. So it's like two sides. So he's like Moriarty uh, and, yeah. Two sides. Of the, he's both sides of the mm-hmm. same And it's a thriller. It's good. Uh, what was it? Yeah, I don't know. I give a big Christmas like a six. What do you give Year of the Dog? A six. Like a five I would or drop six. it more. <laughs> yeah, what do you it's give? It's way too cheesy. It's super cheesy, but I, somehow I watched it. it. There's a couple parts I really I didn't continue. I laughed. I think it was just the idea that the the uh, I just liked how wrapped up I got in. Like I was pointing out the stuff that was wrong with the '80s, and then the, the stuff that was right. And then you realize you're starting to enjoy the film, and then you don't know how you got here anymore. Just, it's a, it was a time waster. I was like, I was home from work. I was tired. I wasn't going to invest my time in anything serious. The only part I didn't see coming was when the TV fell. I was like, Oh yeah, that was. I was cool. like, what? That was great. Uh, I was like mad because it was like, no, Cabbage Patch happened before. That like the cabbage patch thing was how like, badly she wanted. Yeah, eighty. You. That was like eighty four when they See, were selling out. You're like me when they're doing a seventies thing. I'm like, nah, it's a little later. That's pre- that's post disco. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. And then the uh, the baseball card was actually a seventy nine or eighty nine card, not a. I think it was the movie took place in eighty eight. So wow. I, I caught that. 
I was like, mm. It's funny because you were just complaining that you didn't like Stranger Things because it was just a sop to people that want to reminisce about the 80s. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and then you mildly enjoyed something that yeah, was because it, like, yeah. it, it was 90 minutes, not a series. Uh-huh. And, and people kept telling me it was the greatest thing on TV. Uh, that's true. Uh, that's, true. Uh, that's why that's I hate true. Stranger Things. Because uh, uh, people kept telling me how great it was. Especially uh-huh. one person. And then I was like, oh, well. And then you watched it and you're just so, like, okay, so, okay, so it's an alternate universe. Okay, but then what's going to happen? Because we've all seen the Twilight Zone. So what's going to happen? Now. And no, that was it. That was oh, so it was just the alter. It was okay. It's like a little bump in the road, and it yeah. gets back on course. Yeah, it's like oh, okay, we're and but we're really just it's really just about just a waste of time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Power of the dog. I give it a ten. Wow. wow. <laughs> Jesus. Good job. Holy shit. Wow. I mean, ask me about Benedict. Hey, wait, wait. Sans penis. What is it, a seven? What a great, what a great, what a great phrase. I give it a ten, Sans, one for Sans every penis. inch. <laughs> that's, that's a James Bond villain. Oh, it's Sans Penis. Yeah. Sans Penis, what would you rate the movie? Sorry. I appreciated it. it was I know, but does that drop it down? Let's say they did put that scene in. Would that drop it to an eight? Mm-hmm. No, no, it's a great story. story. Okay. So you give it like a hard ten or is it like a soft? There's some oh, things like Jesus. I was seeing online, like reviews, and they were saying like, I don't understand what happened. And when I read it, I'm like, well, you didn't pay attention because uh, it all makes sense. And so here's the- They just don't hold your hand and tell you what the movie's. So what I'm gleaning from this is you, you do you can understand a movie if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. It was great. Okay. I, but we, we now know the qualifier. For her to understand and pay attention to the movie, there has to be penis. Ha- well, Benedict Cumberbatch. Specifically. It has to be Genetic, Benedict's Cumberbatch. It came out of nowhere. <laughs> but I want you to isolate the part where she says, you know, they don't hold your hand and spoon feed you. I want you to isolate yes, that. Yes, yeah. That, that sound yeah. bites. <laughs> and then just go, eh. <laughs> and I wonder, it's her voice. Like, they did it. Get it was good. Held your hand. It was good. It was a good film. Okay. I'm surprised wow. none of you guys watched it. It was great. It's in theaters, too. I almost went to go see it in a theater. It looks like a great period piece, and I've, I've heard a lot of. Uh, I saw. It's beautiful. I fell mm-hmm. asleep watching a one of those. It's like Vanity Fair, one of those. Websites does they have actors talking about their whole career mm. like yes. sit down and and I forgot I think I was watching like Patrick Stewart's mm. and I fell asleep because obviously it's Patrick Stewart and that he just does that to me it so, was actually very interesting yeah yeah but I fell asleep but when I woke up it was in the middle of Kirsten Dunst doing hers ah. and she was talking about that mm. um, and you forget how long she's been around. She was around as a little kid. She's been I in all these little... Yeah. Oh, interview with the vampire. She's been in an interview like with the vampire. She's like 12 years old. Yeah. She's always been like a few years older than me, so watching her life, I've always seen her movies and stuff. Yeah, but it made me want to watch her season of Fargo. I've never I watched love, Fargo. I love... Oh, my I've God. I've never watched the Her movie. season of <laughs> Fargo is the best I've season of great. Fargo. I've heard wow. she's great. It is the best season. If mm. you watch Fargo, because then after that, Chris Rock did his, and it was good, um, but it's so different from the rest of the yeah. way they filmed everything else. But hers... Her season, my favorite. I've heard it's great. And I've, I was, her accent? Oh. I always think she's great as an actress, and she's kind of... No one ever quite quite knows how to use her, I think. I think that she's not, you know... I, I think that she's always kind of one of those people that kind of slips in the cracks. It's like, But she's not a believable redhead. No, but I think she's a good Mary Jane. I like her as Mary Jane. Yeah. Mm. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. We'll talk about She's that. not a believable redhead because you know she's not a redhead. But if you no, know I mean, her, I, I don't like her as Mary Jane. I, I do. I do. Yeah. She's sexy. She's cute. She's popular. She's boot. smart. She's <laughs> bitching. Great hair. Are we talking about Emma Stone? Parker wants to stare. Are we talking about Emma Stone? I think we're talking about Emma Stone. We're not talking about Emma Stone. I think we're talking about Emma Stone. But we'll be talking about Her name's Gwen Stacy. 
That's okay. Oh, no way. That's okay. Did you guys see the uh, the teaser for uh, into the uh, across, across the, the Spider Verse? You know, across I don't watch trailers. Hey, did you see it, John? Let, hey, uh, hey, now uh, was that the the next uh, Doctor Strange? No, 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 no. it's the next the um, next uh, animated the oh, next Spider-Man. across the Spider Verse. Why you? You know, I don't watch trailers. Oh, oh, let me tell you, I watched it. You saw into the Spider Verse, right? I couldn't help it; it kept playing. People forced me to I see it. I feel like it. I saw a little clip. It was like only like it's like a two-minute yeah, yeah. like okay, two clip. I'll check it out. No, not two minutes. It's it very short. There's That's the new, next animated TV show. I watched show. a really short one. The new trailer came out three days ago, I think. Uh, like, yeah. a, like three or four Two, three days, days ago, yeah. Little Gwen Stacy. Hey. Little, little Spider Gwen and a little uh, Ram. little uh, Spider-Man 2099. Mm-hmm. Throws in there for you. But uh, Miles is all grown up. He's all... He's grown up he's and he's grown up and he's grown up. He's a teenager. He's like in his okay, dorm. I still yeah. like he's like in his dorm room know. hanging out, but he's still dorky. Okay. Just kind of yeah. wankier. Yeah, he looks, looks a little too tall for his body shape. Apparently, though, it's two parts. It's across the across the Spider-Verse part one. Yeah. Oh, it's a yeah? So it's going to be a two-part. Hmm. So I, they're bringing in everybody. Now I have to say, I'm not liking the trend of, you know what, let's make every movie a two-parter. Or As, it's let's than, turn every movie to four hours long. I, well, I'd rather have two parts than sit for th- two and a half hours. Three three hours, mm-hmm. where it's just kind of an addendum. Just on bring the end. me back. You to know, I would minutes. much rather have an extended cut and just watch like just like bang you it out. You would that just bang it out. You because know, because of uh, Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Yeah. Just no. take me back to the ninety minutes. I'm uh, that's like the prime time. Hey, Glengarry Glen Ross, dude. It was like less than two hours. If you can get it, if you can get a solid Don't story in ninety minutes. Face. Don't give me that face. That was a long ass movie. It, it was not a long ass movie. It was an hour and forty some minutes. <laughs> It was a two-hour movie. No, the pro- it was two hours. Well, Almost. Be- I, but the problem probably is that two it's hours. two hours in the same just, room, just people talking. Did we no. even move on? It was a hundred. It was a hundred minutes. It's hundred minutes. It's hour forty. Somewhere, please. We went to that guy's house. <laughs> we did. We went to a diner and the Chinese restaurant. We saw that it was raining. Yeah. 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 I, I, I beg you. It's an hour and 40 minutes. So that there's yeah. some contrast. You, we have to watch my dinner with Andre. So the next time somebody says, there's no, they're not changing. Come on, get out of it. It's like the whole thing's at one table. Now just wait until you watch The Hate Plate. It was a, uh, the it was a play. So that, you know, you film it like I had family members leave the room and they came back and like, you're in the same place? You're in the yeah. same room? I'm like, yeah. yeah. Perfect. You should have said, it's you a play. Said, you should have said, it's the next day. <laughs> I said, apparently it's a play, so... They're at work. We're in here. It's yeah. a it's a it's a movie about people, well, men specifically working. Men. Yeah. Salesmen specifically. That's right. Yep. Bad salesmen, not bad, but bad. But bad. Mean, crooked. I love that. <laughs> I love that. Across the Spider Verse. Uh, <laughs> Across the Spider Verse trailer looked. I think that's With what it's Al called. Awesome. Patrick, what do you what have you been reading lately, man? Did you finish Red Rising? No, I'm I almost have... done with it. I've had no time to read because it is the worst time of year and I work in retail and my life is hell and I have to deal with shitty people all day long. So I haven't really had time. Uh, it's the most horrible time of the mm-hmm. year. I hate Christmas. <laughs> I'm almost done with Red Rising. It's kind I of fucking hate enjoying. Christmas. I just picked up the Thrawn trilogy, the original Thrawn. I never read it. I read the first one, Heir to the Empire. So I'm going to read that. That's my next little reading. It feels back. like a dirty word, Thrawn. Thrawn. I he's learned the, what. Oh, I'm not. I should say. It. He's the one know? Star Wars villain we always wanted to see. You learned what? What? No, nothing. nothing. You can say it. No, it's dirty. We are among friends. It's dirty. <laughs> I learned what then soaking please. means to Mo- Mormons. What does it mean? What does soaking mean to Mormons? I can't say it on air. You brought yeah, it you up. Can, you brought it up. You have fuck? to say it. I can't say it. Well, it can only be like one of three things. Okay. You know? we'll okay. Say, okay, say what it's not. If then. it's really bad, 
He'll cut it out. He cut it? Sure. Well, if you're just joining us, uh, we had to cut away for a second because uh, Justine uh, learned some stuff. Learned some stuff. And you'll never know. <laughs> you'll never know what it is. <laughs> you'll thank us for it every yeah, day. You guys asked for what it was, and ne- I had I to say You'll it. never want to eat this lettuce cake again. No, that's all I got. Jesus. There was a warning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you guys wanted to know. Uh, that's yeah. your fault. Oh, that's great. I'm it's, gonna, all, it's on us. Yeah. I'm going to leave it to where it says... Uh, I'll cut it and then I'm gonna cut in. So let's get people gonna go. What did they talk about? What was this? It'll, it it'll be a bonus episode. Yeah, one day. we'll get like a late night bonus episode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How about like a, a prize for a Patreon? After hours. A Patreon. Hey, a Patreon exclusive. Yeah, yeah. Patreon exclusive. Twenty dollars, please. <laughs> All the horrible shit Justine says. Yeah, weird stuff. <laughs> Like uh, who auctioned that? Carly Simon auctioned that. Go ahead. Go ahead. Tell you who your Sylvain was about. Yeah, yeah. You know, and people like bidding. It's like, come on. That should add uh, Benedict to that. There you go. Oh, that's probably what made you think of it. The word. Oh, that's what made you think of it. (laughs) I mean, it's just still fresh in my mind. That's why I told you this was a Monday for me. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. It's only Wednesday. Mm -hmm. Yeah. See, when you have a day off, you get into trouble. (laughs) See, that's that's when it's trouble. Jake, are you playing anything new, man? Uh, currently, not playing much. But I've been playing... Um, I've recently been playing the free-to-play Halo Infinite. They have the multiplayer that's already out on PC. Having a good time. Feels great. It feels kind of like the older Halo games. I'm waiting for the uh, Call of Duty Warzone. The new map is downloading. It's supposed to be available. How many to... maps do they have? Pacific. It's just one. Just they, the one? They, it's no more Verdansk. It's the Pacific now. It's like uh-huh. looks like one of the islands from World War II. Call I see. Of Duty World War II. Mm. But I'll tell you what I did download for the Switch, and you guys should do it too. What? Root. The, the, uh, oh, they put the Root board out there game. Now? Yeah, the board game app on is Switch? out on Switch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Let's try it out. That, that game is... I want everybody to... To learn how to play it, so we can all play it when we get I together. I know how to play. I know how to play. I, I kind, yeah, you know how to play all the factions. Yes, no. we played it on the computer several times. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to play the vagabond well, mm-hmm. but I know what they do. I don't understand how to how to win with that. How, the, wait, how much is this? Twenty twenty bucks. I think twenty bucks too many. <laughs> No, what, what we need to get you? is Super Mario. Everyone needs to get Mario Party superstars. How much did you guys spend at Starbucks? She I didn't, didn't spend, spend anything. Dime. How, much, how much did Patrick spend? How much did Patrick spend? All you got to do is convince Patrick to buy it, and then I own it now. There you go. He, he, I don't have to convince him. He's already thinking about it. I can see it. I already we became a family, and now I have his internet. Wow. Wow. Check that. That's like I... I signed up for AARP this week, and I, I threw Nicole's. <laughs> he finally got I you. threw Nicole's name on there, and she's like, "You're not getting me. I'm too young." I'm like, "Nope." Why did you remember now? What do you get? I get that stuff all the time in the mail. What do you? What, what's what's discounts. the motive? Discounts, man. You get Senior movie discounts? discounts. You get a lot of discounts yeah, on that. Yeah, discounts. Yeah, yeah discounts go It's twenty bucks for two years. So what's the age range? Well, you gotta. You, you gotta can. Hit. You guys. Twenty can, bucks for two years. Yeah. You guys can sign up now. There's no age limit. Well, they do 20 bucks for two years because they're not really sure if you're going to you know, make it. Yeah. You know. They're just kind of like, man, it's worth a shot. There's a solid chance. 20 bucks. Like 50-50 is not going to be around. That's, that's the, second the cost year. of a root, the, the root app on Nintendo Switch. No, yeah. I, I already get uh, 10 bucks senior a discount. Year. At the movies, I already, they already give it to me. Yeah, I discount, you, get like, uh, you get discount on like... Uh, uh, through a concert tickets, through Ticketmaster, okay. all oh. kinds of stuff. Hey, yeah. there you go. I started noticing on receipts that they just do it without me even saying anything. There you go. See? They're just like, oh, you're an old, hey, you're old guy. Hey, you're old. Our, okay. That's our friend Burl Ives. Let's give him a discount. That's what we say. <laughs> it's our friend Yukon. Silver Prince. and gold. 
the root app, and then oh, guys, quick board game news. Mm. Uh, yes, the thing uh, uh, outbreak at Outpost Thirty One is back in print. Nice. Yeah. Apparently, they've modified it so it's harder for the aliens. Uh, there's one. It's fucking hard enough already. They added one blood, one more blood test, and oh. one more blood test. Oh. Um, the only reason no. we should rebuy it is the rules. No, I have the rules reprinted. I, you can I? print them. You can find them online. Did it lose the rules? Yeah, yes. we, we did. lost the rules. We never found them. You no, can really? find a PDF of the rules online if you. Yeah, want yeah, to yeah. We, we pre, uh, Patrick reprinted them. For oh yeah. Me. And then I think that was Dan. I picked up. Oh uh, yeah. Oh, was it? Yeah, it I think was Dan so. who printed it. Thanks, Dan. Uh, and then I picked up for our next board game group a little game called Unfathomable. Unfathomable. It's basically a hidden role game. I can't Ooh, believe it. We love it. On a cruise ship in the Cthulhu universe. I already love it. Oh, I thought you were going to say it's Poseidon Adventure, and I was just going to be like, fucking yes, Can we're sinking the boat! Can you believe it? How is it nobody's ever done that as a board game? <laughs> done what as a board game? Poseidon Adventure. They, we yeah. probably could. I think they, it, yeah, I bet anything it exists. Or a video game. Or Why hasn't ever been a video oh, game? that'd be good. That's that's a that's a side scroller, right? I there. mean, that's that's terrifying though to think about sinking in a ship. I don't I don't want to deal with that. Upside down. Mm. What does he say? God hates losers. No, no, no. He says uh, <laughs> this way, life. This way is life. Yeah, Gene Hackman. You gotta love him. <laughs> we love that movie. <laughs> that was a movie that surprised me how much we, everybody loved it. Besides, yeah, it was a fun solid. adventure story. Oh, so good! Yeah. And it was just all of a sudden he's buff and he can climb. <laughs> it was fire. It and was the just moving. to the point of ridiculous where you're just like, I love it. Uh, there was a This American Life they did recently where <laughs> he watched it. He remembers seeing it. It was Ira Glass. Him and his sister watched it a bunch of times. Over a weekend, I think they were on vacation somewhere. It was like the only thing. Playing. It was the only thing playing. They yeah. watched it, and then so Ira Glass's nephew, they sat him down to watch it to see because he was the same age to see if he if we have the same reaction, and he did. Yeah, he ended up really getting into it. At first, he was like, "This is so cheesy and ridiculous." And then he ended up getting into it and being like, oh, my God, do they make it out? Like It's cheesy until it flips. And then well, you're yeah. like, holy shit, who's going to make it? <laughs> it starts like the first 20 minutes. You're just like, what the fuck am I watching? Like, this is a boat And film, they said okay. the, the best thing they ever did is when it first started and they just, after they run the credits, they said, on New Year's Eve, this thing flipped. Only a handful of people made it. And you're like, through the whole thing, you're like, well, which ones? <laughs> if only like a handful of people made it, which ones? And you're yeah. like, we're not going to tell you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you have to watch a movie. That's your New Year's Eve movie. That in the apartment should be your New Year's Eve yeah, movie. Yeah, hey. All right. Chris went on a New Year's. It was either New Year's Day or New Year's Eve. They played it about 10, 15 years ago. They played the Poseidon Adventure at the New Art, and a bunch of people that were still alive were there. It was um, it was Carol, uh, Carol Lindley. Stella Stevens was the Hackman there. Yeah, he wasn't. Uh, the two the kids, <laughs> the two kids, uh, oh, Eric Shea and uh, what's her name, Pamela Sue Martin. Yeah, they were all there. Yeah, that's fantastic. I would have gone for the Hackman. Yeah, they were signing stuff. Yeah, I I would have been there if Gene Hackman had been there. I would have been there, and I would have said, "Let's build something together. Let's go to Lowe's and build something together." God damn it! Uh, are you guys ready for a little trivia? Yeah, pick your feet. Yeah. You I put my glasses on. I put my glasses on. He's ready. You didn't ask me what I've been doing. Oh, yeah, John. I'm sorry. I didn't ask John, you. John, I apologize. I what like have that. you been doing? I apologize, John. I went to go see the new Ghostbusters. Ooh, oh, Joel. What did you, what, let me ask you a question. What did you think? It was yeah. a lot of fun. Paul, Paul Rudd's in it. <laughs> He's yeah. always great. The kids were good. You know, that could have been just insufferable if they were like cutesy kids. It was. It really worked. Mm-hmm. Really? And they're Egon Spengler's grandkids. 
and they kind of find – I'm not going to say too much, but they kind of find where he stashed everything. He bought a farm out in the middle of nowhere, and they find the, the car – the Ecto One, yeah. and they find the proto packs, and they find all his stuff. Because in the movie, it's like he's passed away, and they don't know what the hell. Why? Why was he hanging out? He like left everyone behind and moved. The character moved to this farm out in the middle of like you know uh, Ohio or Iowa or something like that, out in the middle of nowhere. And so the movie reveals why was he out there, and why did he take all that stuff with him, all the Ghostbusters stuff. And you do get the original cast. I won't tell you how or when, but basically the little the kids are Egon Spengler's grandkids. And Paul Rudd is like their uh, summer school science teacher. And uh, it's a hell of a lot of fun. I've heard it's great. I, a lot of it has been spoiled for me. Oh, that's too bad. But I don't mind. That's I don't mind it. But uh, but Check yeah, yeah. I, I, I was wondering what someone from the original generation that saw that movie. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was a it was great. Uh, I've heard there's just enough nostalgia, but it's also yeah. a, a, you know, a good movie. It works movie as a movie. Own. And you know, some people really got choked up. I didn't. I wasn't quite that attached to the original, but some people got really like almost like teary eyed, seeing all the callbacks. Like, oh, there's so and so, and oh, there's that thing. You know, even just seeing the props and the music. The music is a lot of callbacks to the theme. Oh, nice. Uh, like the incidental music from the original. You know, uh, they kind yeah. of leave the who are you going to call to the very end. Yeah, yeah. But just the incidental music was kind of a callback to the original movie. That great Ellen and just about score. everybody. You get to see just about everybody that was in the first one. That's a tuba heavy score. Yeah. Oh, was it Elmer Bernstein? Yeah. 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 No, that's not that kind of. No. Speaking of Paul Rudd, shame. <laughs> that's a shame. Justine started watching uh, the Paul Rudd and. The Shrink Next Door. The Shrink Next Door. Oh, How's on that? Apple TV. What's that? That's uh, really good. Him and Will Ferrell are actually really good together. That's a TV it's show. It's really funny. Yeah, it's an Apple TV like Apple original. TV. It's yeah. they're they're really funny. Together. I never even heard of it. Wow. Yeah. Cool. You watching that? You no. Have, oh, you don't have Apple stuff. Right? I do. You do? Mm-hmm. I have Apple TV. Oh, you're watching it? No. Oh. No, no. Okay. That's no. really good. Though. I see. I think Will, that's good. I think Will Ferrell day. You don't have Apple it's, stuff. No. So I, I would actually agree with that. Like I think he post Step Brothers, he got really hacky and like you don't really give a shit about anything he does, right? Hacky. This kinda is like old Will Ferrell. But Paul Rudd is in it, so I might see it. Yeah, He's it's, and good. they like you. They could do a buddy cop movie together, and it'd be hilarious. They do really well, well together. Because Paul Rudd is so funny in it. All right, I'm really, check and it out. he's being Paul Rudd, where yeah. he's like. Just super handsome and the sexiest man. Oh, oh, and, you're, and you're Un-aging, trying to find beautiful. out. Yeah. You're trying to find out if he's a good guy or not, and um, don't spoil it. Okay, but we're still trying to figure that out. I'm telling you that Hawkeye show. You should watch it. Is Ant is Ant Man in it? I'm okay. <laughs> no, but there was a there was a call to Hank Pym. Is there was right? a call to Pym Particles. Ah. This this episode, and uh, they did a really great car chase. It's like a one take. Is, one it, shot. is it all in December? Because they just keep advertising it. Yeah, it's just, it takes place a week before Christmas. And he's just trying to the get home. The whole show so far? Yep. He just wants to get home. for It's like six days before Christmas. He promises kids are going to have Christmas because of the blip. Um, they're going to have Christmas. They're going to be together for Christmas. And then uh, Kate Bishop messes it all up. If they don't play I'll Be Home for Christmas at the end of it, I'm, I'm uh, fucking out. They haven't yet, but I'm they ready did to play cry. the Kinks. They did play the Kinks the other day. But yeah, that's that typical, right? Father Christmas. The huh? Beatles, Beatles get eight hours. The Kings get ten seconds. On Have Disney we done Park. our yearly viewing of It's a Wonderful Life yet? No, that's gonna not, be, not yet. We'll do that. We'll get there. I'll get there. Okay. Mm. Haven't done it yet either. Yeah. I wait till closer to Christmas. It's not, it's not yeah. So far, like the week of. I'll a lot watch of times, I'm watching of. it Christmas Eve. Yeah. You know. There you yeah. go. 
I just need to be prepared to cry. And then disappointed when Justine walks in the room and goes, it's all that bitch's fault. <laughs> it's like a Twilight that. episode. I forgot about that. Twilight oh, movie. She's the one. Her wish. Now, whenever I see that scene where she makes the yeah, wish. Yeah, it fucking ruins like, it for you, doesn't I it? wish it's like, he stays here in the city. So well, like, you got it, bitch. He's here in the city. <laughs> <laughs> he will Careful never what leave, you wish for. He will never leave your side. You got it, bitch. <laughs> That's Lionel Barrymore. Yeah, you got your witch, bitch. <laughs> you once called me a miserable old man. No. What about Lionel Barrymore as Shelly the Machine? Oh, God. God. <laughs> Holy I'll God. give you 10% of every deal I close. Williamson? No? Not good enough? How about 20? It's that a, was one- a little WC Fieldsy there, sorry. It's a Wonderful Life teaches you to settle. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah, it does. It really does. <laughs> to be selfless is what it teaches you to be. There you go. And to settle, yes. See? Mm-hmm. Wishes do Boomer, come true. Millennial. If you're Boomer, settling, millennial. If settling means you get Donna Reed, <laughs> it's all right. You know. Wishes do come true. That's what that film should be called. By the way, I bought a, a, a trivia game at Barnes & Noble. It should be on its way. It's called Mind the Gap. New. That sounds Aww. inappropriate. Oh, I, it's a I think I played that game. It's question. It's called Mind the Gap. It's a trivia game that represents their questions for boomers, questions for Gen X, mm. and questions for millennials. So we we're going to break it out on the show. So you have to be ageist and decide, you know, how you ageist. Ask us the questions. Ageist. That's Why a, is that ageist? That's a great you're going to be born. like, oh, this question's only for millennials. Yeah. No, of course. No, it's not only. It's geared towards. Well, because millennials towards. tend to complain that trivia is too hard. <laughs> So yeah, we, don't we like have to, to scale. We have to scale it down for you guys. We don't like I never think. realized that was a thing. Because God forbid you should watch something from before you were born. <laughs> I haven't watched anything but before. I'm the Gen 90s. X, so I'm staying out of this fucking argument. Yeah. Oh, I, haven't here we go. Wa- I haven't watched a single movie before. I'm just going to watch my John gla- Hughes movies. I'm glad I'm yeah. like in the uh, the netherworld. I'm not quite a boomer. I'm not quite. You're the a next boomer, John. Movie. Accept yeah. it. Yep. Close Embrace enough. it. Embrace it. <laughs> Embrace it. I took my glasses off. That was dumb. No, my whole life I thought I was a boomer, and now they keep recalibrating it. They go, well, actually, it doesn't. The cutoff point shouldn't be sixty-four; it should be like Gen more X, like sixty-one. It's like well, Gen Z. It's like I don't care, but if you do that, you're squeezing me out of it. Yeah, 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 can what I add one do? more thing when for I'm you 64. before you get to the movie? My boy. You're right. Pen 15 came back, and it is amazing, it's, and it's, I love it's it. It's going to be the last season. It's so good. That's it made me so uncomfortable. I almost cried. <laughs> That's the no, point of the show, almost. to make you that. extremely uncomfortable. I cried at the end. It was... What's it called? Yeah, but the part that made me uncomfortable... Pen 15. Just, oh. So it's two, yeah. two girls that are... Penis. Yeah, but yeah. they're two girls in junior high, but <laughs> it, they're, they're adult yeah. actresses playing them, and the rest are and kids, everyone right? is kids around yeah. them. They're all like 13, 14-year-olds. Yeah. Is that always the premise of the show? Yeah. Yeah, yeah and there's some shit that goes but off. The, that if I was they're just around like, mm, the time I when good. I was that age, so everything they like, I like, uh, and everything they go through. There's a few things like you, like I would say, where I'm like, that wasn't around during that time, yeah, yeah. where they're going too young with it. I'm like, no, 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 you're in the wrong... Age. Is that but Netflix? No, Hulu. Hulu. Oh, I could watch that. I got Hulu. There you <laughs> go. Well, I don't watch it. It's Patrick doesn't like it, and I assumed it was because this is how all girls feel. For because he said that they're always trying to get attention. I'm like, yeah, girls are always trying to get attention. I'm sensing a pattern of the things that she likes. That's oh, so good. Pen fifteen. It's just like watching Benedict Cumberbatch. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm Broad seeing Broad City. No. no, I love Broad, Broad City. City. A, that's another two girls. Two girls. Yeah, but Broad World. City's funny. They're older. <laughs> 
but they're back. They're exactly the same. Mm. Anyways. Well, I actually have Hulu, so maybe I'll check. It I've out. heard good things about it, but I, I also read that it was the last season yeah, of Pen Fifteen. Then they got an Emmy. No, no, they were I nominated. Wanna... They were nominated for an Emmy, which makes me mad because like Lovecraft had that too, and they canceled that. Yeah, uh, I love that first season of Lovecraft Country. I'm surprised they canceled great. it. Because they're not looking at awards, they're looking at money. And so even if it wins, wins awards, if it doesn't translate to viewers and revenue, they don't care. It's kind of short-sighted. Sad. I could see Lovecraft Country's budget being kind of well, I don't, kind of absurd the, well, for a lot let, of it. Let's look at the bright side. Now the, now the, the main character from Lovecraft Country is going to be Kang the Conqueror. So Ooh, so that's right. Out, that's of, right. out of the ashes of, of it canceled shows sometimes. Come. Kang the Conqueror. Kang. I remember that character. Justine, oh my God. Justine, what is the name of the Little Mermaid in the Disney movie of the same name? Ariel. Incorrect, Anastasia. <laughs> you know, this is probably the third time she's gotten a Little Mermaid question. <laughs> Patrick, how many lives is a cat said to have? Oh Nine. Jake, what number is the opposite side of a number six on a standard die? On the opposite side? That's going to be a one. Yep. Yeah. John, what is the smallest breed of dog in the world? God. I was going to say, everybody's got a, a question that was right on the nose, <laughs> and I get the dog question. Smallest breed, of, smallest breed of dog in the world. There's probably one smaller, but I'll say Chihuahua. Correct. Yeah. Justine, what are the colors of Italy's flag? Red, green, and white. Yes, correct. Patrick, in what year was John F. Kennedy assassinated in Dallas? 69? No. What was it? 63. 63? John, thank you. Sorry, I... F- Got the right decade, though. I felt like that'd be the year he'd go out. Well, Robert Kennedy. It was uh, 68. 68, 68, yep, 68 yeah. yep. Jake, what is the more common name for a Cuba Libra cocktail? What is the more... Cuba Libra... Oh, God. I don't know. Wait. Wait. Do you I have know no the idea. answer before you look at it? Of course he does. Yeah. Yeah. Of course I'm just making sure. Before <laughs> he's lying, and he's like, yeah, of course I know. It... No. Mm, no, I don't know. It's a rum and coke with a lime. It's, but it's That's right. It's a rum and coke with a lime. That's uh, right. John, what does Homer Simpson do for a living? He works at a, um, a, at a, a, a nuclear power plant. Correct. Uh, but what do you know specifically? Like safety. <laughs> He's a safety, safety officer. Safety officer. <laughs> That's the greatest. Justine, in what Japanese city was a nuclear power plant damaged? Hiroshima? When what city, in what Japanese city was a nuclear power plant damaged due to an earthquake off the coast of Japan in March 2011 and subsequent tsunami? I don't know. Fukushima. Fukushima. You're out. John won. John wins. John wins. John, you win. I am the winner. I am the winner. John, let's see if you can get this question. Mm, bonus question. Who was Kurt Cobain married to when he died? Courtney Love. Correct. John would have won. Had we not called the game early on, it kind of ring. I don't know what that means. <laughs> what do I win? Do I win a Hob the Troll CD or something? Oh, by the way, <laughs> hey, by the way, Hob the Troll has a, a Christmas CD out. Did we mention it? Yeah, yes, last week. It. Pick it up. Fr- I picked mine up on, on Friday. Fridays. I hope you did. Pick it up so on Friday. If you haven't picked it up yet, wait till Friday. Get it. It's great. It's a little EP, four songs. It's on Bandcamp.com. Mm-hmm. Hob the Troll. Yeah. In case and you don't why? remember. Do we wait till Fridays? On Fridays, if you buy anything on ga- on Bandcamp, 100% of the of the uh, profits go to the artists. Wow. So, exactly. No kidding. 
And you can add more. He's only charging five bucks, but if you want to give him ten bucks, give him ten bucks. You can pay what you want for the for the music, but it's a, it's a minimum of five bucks. But it's great. It's really really funny, and I love the cover. Uh, Hop the Troll is going to be visiting uh, Los Angeles in the next. Stop it. Uh, this coming year. Stop it. No, he's where. So we're going to take him. He's going to come visit us. He's going to sit in the we studio got, with us. We got Brent. We need to come visit. Brent's going to come visit us too. They were, and then COVID happened. And then COVID, yeah. yeah. But, but uh, Steve O's here. He's already got plans. He's he wants to go to all these restaurants and uh, do all kinds of good stuff. So we're going to show him a nice time when he comes. John be the perfect person to. Take oh my God, he's yeah. going to love John. He's going to love him. Uh, check out our friend Rick Solem, S O L E M. He's got a YouTube channel. And uh, he does, of course, our great theme, him and his partner, Phil Block. But he, he has a great version of himself doing uh, Professor Longhair's version of Tipitina, covering mm. that on his web, on his YouTube channel. Mm. So check out Rick Solom. All right. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about Glengarry Glen Ross. And it's going to get all tens. That's what I'm predicting. <laughs> or all tens. Whoa. Hey, welcome back to Superiority Complex, guys. Uh, it's your new favorite podcast. We just had a break. We had some chips. We walked around the store. Went uh, peepees. Went peepee. Mm-hmm. Uh, was there any splash back there, Justine? You were worried nope. about that. Nope. Good. Nope. I hovered above. Oh, good. Did a little helicopter. I had to do it Asian style. Got to the choppa. Squatty potty. You did the squatty potty. Get up on the seat. No, I did not. Yeah, yeah. It, was the opposite. it was the opposite of the squatty potty. Get up, get up on the seat like a... Toilet isn't low enough for me. Like Kong on the top of the Empire State Building. Just plant your feet and just let let it go. Yep. Let, let it rip. Yep. Was Beauty Killed the Beast? Yeah, yeah. No, it was the planes. Yeah, it was the planes. Mm. Spider-Man, uh, hey, I'm home. Honey, I'm home. What's mm. it called? Spider-Man... <laughs> Honey, I'm home. <laughs> Spider-Man. Lucy, I'm no home. home. No place like home? No, no way home? Yes. No place like home. There's no place like home. The new Spider-Man movie drops in uh, two weeks. Right. So and, you've uh, seen the new trailer. We're getting it. So we know that they're going to they're gonna bring different elements in from the different, the various iterations of Spider-Man. Uh, they're crossing universes. Sony with the with the Marvel and the, you know, who's running? Paramount, I guess, is the studio for Marvel now. Oh, I have no idea. Is that true? I think it, I think it is. Really? Uh, the question is, are they bringing back Tobey Maguire and yeah. Andrew Garfield for this? Oh, it is Disney, but Paramount was they did Iron Man, I think first. It was. Oh, think, that's yeah. an old. That was the beginning, ten, yeah. eleven years ago. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry, Tobey Maguire. They're bringing back. Are they bringing back Tobey Maguire and Garfield? No, so, he was busy doing Tick Tick Boom. People do is seem to the, be obsessed. Did that, you watch that? I watched that. Is that the life story of the Hives? I like that. Hey John, how about that? Huh? We sat, didn't we go together? Yeah, I don't. I didn't get to see the hives with you at the wheel turn. No, no, no I didn't, that wasn't me. I would have loved to have seen them live. Unbelievable! By the way, I, we stole a little bit of uh, from. I stole. I pinched a little bit from from the hives because I think one of their albums is isn't it your new favorite band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that's where I got the nice. new favorite podcast. So nice. Uh, you want some Swedish rock? You listen to some hives. Good stuff. Crazy. Yeah. Good stuff, man. Whatever happened to them? They I don't know. They were great. They wear those white jackets with the little Colonel Sanders ties. Yeah, they're all matching. There's like 12 of them. They're all completely matched. They were a great, great garage sounding band. And there's that moment where a band like that could have made it big about the time the White Stripes yeah. and the, all those guys that were oh, taking off. Yeah. yeah. I love it. 
so I just want to ask you guys a few questions about the cinematic Spider-Verse. Look at J- Jake's rolling his eyes. What? Justine, who is your favorite mm-hmm. Spider-Man? Tom Holland. Duh. Peter B. Parker. No, we're not. We're not counting this. So you're not counting the animated one. It. We're only doing live action. But if you no, weren't counting care. the animated, we're only doing live action. Don't care. Live action. Don't oh. care. Who is your favorite live action Spider-Man? I don't. They're all just okay. Tom really? Holland is probably the closest to a younger Spider-Man. When Tobey Maguire first came out, we all loved it, but as it's grown over time, it's really bad. Andrew Garfield just really didn't ever fit in the role. Andrew Garfield always looked like he was just distracted. Yeah, the, the others are just uh, he just talks weird. Tom Holland's probably the closest, but even then, I'm you know I don't love him as it. He's just okay. Uh, Jake, I love Tom Holland. He's great. I think he's perfect. Hard to pick. I even liked Andrew Garfield. I did not like the second Spider-Man movie he did. It's a bad movie. I thought he was fine. If you go back and watch that first Spider-Man movie he did, it was, he's fine. There's nothing wrong with him in that part. I liked Tobey Maguire. I didn't like the third Spider-Man he did. I thought he was fine in the first two. And I love Tom Holland. Like uh, Patrick says, he's more age-specific. He's like the traditional teenage yeah, Peter yeah. Parker. I, I think Tom... What's his name? Garfield? What's his Andrew name? Andrew Garfield. I think his um, body looks more like Spider-Man, though. Yeah, tall and gangly. Tall and gangly. He has that long yeah. body. Yeah. He does. He looks He looks very much Tom like you Holland would imagine. Tom has the right voice. It's like if you mashed them all up. Like I feel. I don't like, know what I would want from Tobey Maguire. Well, I think Tobey Maguire played him very earnest. I think it was very, mm. very, very earnest. And then the way Sam Raimi directed those, everything just kind of... He's he's got this kind of like everything just piles on him like he, the comics. Yeah, and he's yeah. just like he's got that great kind of like yeah. sense of of like uh, almost like a not w- w- like I don't know how to describe world it, weary. Yeah, he's just, <laughs> just very weary. He's just always like God. Something else now. I can't. Nothing ever breaks. Right. Yeah. I don't know. It's become sort of fashionable now to bash the Tobey Maguire era. I thought that those worked for the time. They worked fine. I still think Spider Man Two, the Tobey Maguire Spider Man Two, is probably. The best, the worst Spider-Man. Ock? I agree with Doc Ock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that was the second one with Doc Ock. Huh? Yeah, yeah, that's, right. that's a good one, man. Hard I, to beat. I just I don't, don't have... like Tobey Maguire in general. That's probably hmm. why I don't. like Well, it. probably because can you imagine if they had remade, if they had kept doing it, and then Emma Stone showed up, and mm. then Tobey Maguire was making out with Emma Stone? How mad would you be? I. And then she looked like she's really enjoying it. Livid. She's like, oh my God, I've had a crush on Tobey Maguire forever. She looks like she's really enjoying it. (laughs) I think that would truly hurt me. I would truly be hurt if that were to happen. You'd be wounded. Well, why don't you watch, um, why don't you just watch uh, La La Land and just remind yourself that Emma Stone isn't really all that great. And then you'll feel better about yourself. Jesus. And I'm sure she enjoyed kissing Ryan Gosling. So. I mean, who wouldn't be? Who? Yeah, who wouldn't? Let me tell you. I probably so. would enjoy you can always her. watch her in Lord of the Rings. Yeah, I always see him. <laughs> hey, come on, let's not bash Emma Stone. <laughs> see what I did there? I cracked on her, and then I, I came to her defense because I'm a good guy. Because I'm afraid of people calling me a misogynist. But seriously. Uh, yeah, so you just don't like to what's what's wrong with Tony McGuire? You don't like Seabiscuit? Ah, uh, God, I don't know. Seabiscuit. He's good in Seabiscuit. He's he? always good. I don't is know why good? people rag on him. He's he kind of looks like you, so I don't know why you're something. Oh! Maybe it's some self hate. I don't know. It's something. No, I don't see it. Yeah, no. I don't see it. No, he doesn't look Yeah, and that he looks boyish. Tony McGuire's good looking. Um, I didn't say he was a bad looking guy. Kidding. I just don't like him. What else? What, what was Tom hard Mc, for me to pick? What was Tom McGuire famous for before 
But being well, Leonardo DiCaprio's friend. <laughs> well, he had done uh, he had done Pleasantville. Remember that? Yes, with the was, Reese Witherspoon. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and there was something else he had done, and I can't remember what I it think was. Patrick's on it. Patrick, are you on it? I feel like Tobey Maguire finds a way to make an awkward role too awkward. Before Spider-Man? Pre-Spider-Man. Not much. P-P-P. He was in Cider House Rules, Seabiscuit, Fear and Loathing. That's it. Cider House Rules. Fear and Loathing? Yeah, he's a bit part in that. Uh, yeah, I mean, he didn't do much. I mean, he, he did so, stuff, but nothing like that really stands I, I, out. I Probably Cider like House Rules. Nothing anyone biggest. cares about. Yeah, he's like the lead in Cider House Rules, I think. And yeah. Pleasantville. Why do you hate Tobey Maguire? Why all that? <laughs> That's undue hate. Let me tell you guys something. You guys, you millennials have it easy. Uh-huh. But John and I, we had to suffer through some horrible... The comic t- book movies. How about the TV version of yeah. Spider-Man? And, and then was a guy <laughs> with a Was Velcro it horrible suit. to you at the time, or <laughs> yes. did you love it at No, no, no. It was no, horrible It was the time. like, oh, yeah. this is off. I mean, we'll take it, but I wish somebody would do something. So when when the, when the that Spider-Man came out. It was after to, the Hulk TV show. To see, yeah. to see Spider-Man done that well, and by Sam Raimi, who was somebody that we looked up to. Because you know. he could actually, by that time, the effects were, as Stanley said, you couldn't really do the effects until digital, you know, motion capture and digital effects. You couldn't have them swinging around. Well, yeah. I mean, the, the pluses thing. for those movies are the action sequences and stuff like that. That's why those movies work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the other side of it, the acting side of it, he's he's weak. He's yeah, not you a, think so? Really? Yeah, he's not, like, personality-wise, he doesn't. It's hard to see him as that Peter Parker yeah, role. All the stuff with Mary Jane. Or yeah, it's not, you didn't buy it. Huh? I don't like. Mm. I don't. He's not a good fit for me. Huh? Because he was I, too old for it. Or no, it wasn't even that. It was just he wasn't. He was kind of too down on himself the whole time. I it think felt like. I think that's the way Sam Raimi did it. That too. might have been yeah. more the writing, but. Yeah, I don't know. I just don't. I don't. I don't like. Him. I mean, I, I I think for me. Th- Early Peter Parker, especially in the comic books, while he deals with real life problems, he still has that kind of wonder and that you well, know. Well, he's kind of a smartass, which Tobey Maguire really isn't. Isn't, and then he's yeah. more. Tobey Maguire is more of like a, a he's a punching bag, and see, that that is true. That he, is true. So I see when that. he puts the mask on, he's less of a punching mm-hmm. bag mm-hmm. because he is Spider Man. But the character he's playing, Peter Parker. While he was bullied as a kid and stuff like that, he was, he's not a weak character. Mm-hmm. He he has good qualities. Is, was it the is second his one? Movie is the one with James Franco? Yes. Or yeah. is James Franco with Andrew Garfield? No, no, no. He's Franco's, James Franco is Toby. Uh, James or uh, uh, Andrew Garfield had um, what's his face? Um, uh, the I've forgotten those movies. Electro and uh, no, it's um, uh. John Cena. Killer no, uh, he's Michael always Sarah. squinty all the time. He smokes a lot of pot. He's best friends with um, <laughs> Seth Rogen. Why don't you just look it up? That is James Franco. <laughs> yeah. Is that James Franco? <laughs> yeah. He wasn't in smokes those two, Smokes a lot of pot, hangs out with Seth that, Rogen. You're thinking of... That is, oh, I am thinking of the yeah, first one. Yeah, you're thinking of Franco. Yeah, who is yeah. in those Andrew Garfields? No, is, it's... Um, uh, oh, fuck. Why don't you... That, that 70s show. Um, Aston Kutcher? Aston Kutcher? No, no, no. The, uh, the main lead uh, in that 70s show. Candy Manny? Oh, I know who you're talking about. Topher Grace plays, Topher Grace plays, plays Eddie Nash. Eddie Brock. Eddie Brock. But that's in, not... In the no. second ones, and mm-hmm. he was his friend. Yeah. In no, but he didn't, have like, he didn't have like a best buddy no. in the Andrew Garfield no. movie. He didn't have See, a... Not really. It was his skateboard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I mean, anyways, like, I, I don't... Uh, he doesn't work for me. Yeah, like the scene where Mary Jane breaks up with him, and he just, like, just the flattest, most, mm. like... Uninspired the cry. The worst fucking fake crying. Oh yeah. 
It's just, my like, brother always made fun, used to make fun of Robert it. De Niro. He'd say Robert De Niro was the greatest actor in the world, except when he had to cry. Yeah, yeah. and then, when does he ever cry? And then it looks terrible. When does he ever cry? <laughs> Is there a movie oh, where he cries? Yeah, yeah. a couple times. Yeah, fake, I've fake, seen him cry when he talks about his father. Fake father. Fake wow. cries. You know, uh, so tough, you know, stuff to pull off. Yeah, it's hard to pull. Off. I appreciate the originals for when they came out, how groundbreaking it was, mm-hmm. and the action scenes. Like I said, were fantastic, and even the Andrew Garfield ones. The action scenes are fantastic, yeah. and he is a better fit for Spider-Man than I think than Tobey Maguire was. Mm. I just he's he's too much of a punching bag. Like I don't. Yeah, I think Garfield could have been good, except the movies weren't great, and Mm-mm. the special effects weren't great, and yeah. the villains weren't great. Yeah. Um, and they like hint. That's the problem with the Andrew Garfield ones is they hinted at really good villains, but they were never introduced. Like you see flashes of the Rhino. Like talk about a villain, right? Two like, seconds. You get two two seconds, seconds. You get the Rhino. And how Paul they, Giam- uh, but how they did it was fantastic. Like that was a really cool concept. It's just they didn't really run with it. Yeah, where he's uh, like in a vehicle, practically an exoskeleton. And or that's something. it's kind of uh, like I like the new Tom Holland Spider Mans, but that's kind of my gripe with them is like the villains have been. The vulture was cool, but yeah. you don't like you. The one villain you want is you want to see his Green Goblin, and we haven't really got. I guess it. you're gonna get it. Do probably. I want to see Green this Goblin one. or do I want to see Doctor Octopus? Well, I always thought Doc Ock was the best thing in the movies. Did yeah, villain wise, he's, he's, he's a fantastic he's a great villain because yeah. it's a good actor, it's a believable outfit, and it's a be- it's believable menace. Yeah. yeah, the menace is there. He's really gonna fuck him up, you know. I just I want I want to see what they do with and I don't really care about Tobey Maguire. I, the, he's okay as Green Goblin. That was probably a red herring. I bet you we're not going to see Tobey Maguire or Andrew Garfield. I think that was a red herring to get everyone talking about the movie. I don't think either one of them is going to. I think turn they'll up show this. up for a couple of minutes. Yeah, mm-hmm. then they'll get I think they'll, the big fight like a flash scene or something. I, no, I think the big fight scene they'll all kind of show up and help him out. They've pointed out in the fight scene that uh, where he's swinging into. Fight the vault, uh, fight all three of them. That it looks like two of them are reacting to somebody else and not necessarily Spider Man. Yeah. So who knows? Could be. I wonder yeah. if that's going to be Willem Dafoe coming back as the Green Goblin. It is. It sounds like him. Yeah. 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 They had the. It is. It's his laugh. They did an interview. It's him. Yeah. Um, Jamie, Jamie Fox, Fox and, and Alfred Molina. Thank you. And the biggest problem I have is how did Jamie Fox's character get hair again? Because mm. <laughs> he's bald. I think other ones. He's really bad hair. Wow. I didn't think about that. He's not blue, right? He's got. He looks no, he's more not like, blue anymore. What do they bring back? Gwen Stacy? They throw Emma Stone comes out. So Andrew Garfield can fuck it up again. Comes out of the clouds. I've got a uh, theory on that. In the trailers, it looks like that Gwen Stacy moment with her falling and MJ? the web. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They, snapping her neck. Yeah, it looks like it's going to happen hairless. to Mary Jane. Yeah. But I, I want to see them do that. But it's Andrew Garfield doing it again. And mm-hmm. except instead of it's Gwen Stacy, it's um, Toby. Uh, Toby McGuire. <laughs> So much hate. <laughs> so much hate. Oh, it'd make me so happy. Uh, I think that would redeem. I think that would make me feel better about that scene because yeah. I I bawled like a baby when Emma Stone bow hit the floor. That's my new catchphrase. So much hate. <laughs> yeah, so much. I don't know. I want. I, Poor yeah, it's cool to see the multiverse kind of pop up. I like the idea of that, but I kind of just want to see them do their own thing. Yeah. Uh, I don't. It's not. It's not necessary to bridge all the Spider Men together. Like, I guess they wanted to do the Sinister Six. Is that why they're doing all this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sinister Six. So I guess even. But it, if we're going to do the Sinister Six, like, let's do our own, right? They, 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 Mysterio was fantastic. The Vulture was great. Like those two villains were solid. The, Why can't you know, we do... What's great about this current era of Spider-Man with Tom Holland is they do such good a good job of just his life 
you know, trying to juggle Spider Man. I mean, so to me, the stuff where he's outside of the suit is just as interesting. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's yeah. just as fun. So yeah. this one, that's what you want. This series has yeah. really nailed the because, yeah, the, the, because that's the fun of the comics. You see Peter, Peter Parker, Parker is like a sympathetic guy that yeah. you know, you like he is put upon all that stuff. But in a lot of like the Tobey Maguire's and the Andrew Garfield's, you're like, well, I want to get him in the suit. I mean, let's get him in the suit as fast as possible. And that's why I like the the animated one so much. That's why I like Peter B. Parker is because you you see Peter Parker outside of the suit. You see him in in who he is and how much this yeah. has affected him, his life being Spider Man. And you read that through the comics, yeah. like the trouble he has with his relationship with Mary Jane. You know, dealing with Aunt May, like all of that stuff and on truly the job. has an impact. Yeah. And on the job, right? He's just like, another guy with problems like us. The animated yeah, film yeah. does such a good job of illustrating that in 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 moments, right? Because yeah. it's not like you spend a lot of time with Peter B. Parker. You you see all of that in a matter of moments about that how difficult it has been being spider-man and being a hero immediately made the character more interesting than toby's they don't illustrate that as well in the live action movies they're doing a better job with these more recent ones with tom holland well i think also in animation you have uh there's shortcuts you can take that you can't do in a live action i mean sure no i'm Um, just saying character wise but yeah oh i'm not gonna i'm not including it in the discussion but to me just like Lego Batman is the best <laughs> yeah. iteration of Batman. Yeah. I'm not kidding because it delved into the character sure. better than mm-hmm. any of the movies. Because it could. Into the Spider-Verse delved. It not only gave you a look into Peter Parker's life and various versions of that yeah. life. It, you, you got Miles Morales in his background and they did it in, you know, like under you know under two hours, and you get you get Gwen Stacy, and you get all that. It's interesting because you would think animation is where you could do the way out stuff, and it ends up being animation is where you can go deeper with the emotional mm-hmm. stuff. You go, wow, you could have done that live action. Doesn't cost you a dime. Hey man, it's anybody just who, anybody who's seen Up, <laughs> yeah, or Coco yeah. knows that a or killing joke or <laughs> fucking Jesus, <laughs> it was a good one. <laughs> or Toy Story three knows uh-huh, that a uh-huh. cartoon or Toy Story two, or, Great Grave or, of the Fireflies, or, or oh. yeah. Bambi, any of these things, the animation can can gut you, can devastate you. So it's just like you want more of Peter Parker in the original films, and you don't have it. Yeah, yeah. You have you have Tobey Maguire. You have Tobey Maguire more than you have Peter Parker. Mm. I guess is the best way. Oh, maybe maybe. So he right, like he he doesn't do enough. You you see Tobey Maguire, you're not looking. Yeah, he overshadows. Like you don't see Tobey Maguire as Peter Parker. I don't see him as Peter Parker. Well, I I see Tom Holland more as Peter Parker than I do because Tobey Maguire now is such a a pop culture, uh, not icon, but he's part of pop culture because of Spider Man. So you seeing it now can't divorce the two. I felt that way before. But back then, when we first saw it, Tobey Maguire was someone was like. Hey, he's an up and coming guy. It worked, but it wasn't enough for us to go be distracted by it. Like if you, like if now, if you put like, hey, Paul Rudd's going to be Spider Man, mm. it's like that. I would be thinking this is Paul Rudd, not Spider Man. The reason he works as Ant Man is because Ant Man is such a ridiculous character. You need yeah. somebody. You need somebody like Paul Rudd. You need somebody likable. Perfect counter argument that Chris Evans, the well, fucking like before Captain America. Chris Evans' roles, he was the asshole brother. Yeah. He was a dickhead. He was the most annoying person and you've ever seen. So in charge. He fit that role and he acted into it, right? Like, you you were able to see that he could act and that you can get the character to come yeah. out no matter, you know, who he is sure. and who he's played previously. Sure. But you don't get that from the other two. Well, in 20 years, you might be saying, oh, Chris Evans is I, maybe, too... Maybe, right? Probably. Chris Evans is too... I can't divorce... 
Chris Evans. I'm the, just seeing Chris Evans. I'm not seeing Captain it's America. It's America's ass. That's the all The thing is, they were... Uh, <laughs> I remember at the time that those Spider-Man movies came out, the Sam Raimis, they were already griping he was a little too old to play Peter yeah, Parker. Yeah, maybe. Already, they are going, eh, too he, old. He could have been married Peter Parker, like yeah. later on Peter yeah. Parker. Yeah, you know... I, I, and, and maybe that would have worked a little bit better for me is, you know, uh, he's out of school. Sweatpants, Peter... Spider-Man? <laughs> but, or he's out of he, school. He's, he's working for the Daily Bugle. He's yeah. dealing with, you know, the relationship troubles with Mary Jane about that they're married and yeah. he ha- he's out being Spider-Man and he has to deal with the threats that he'd like that would have probably worked a my bit one knock against those is they're not super faithful to the comics they no. they they, they yeah. were inspired by the comics but they weren't super faithful to them they take a lot of creative license but yeah. it was fine because again we had had batman we had two good batman movies and we had joel schumacher's and then there was nothing until christian until bale. until yeah. until uh spider-man yeah. and then we got christian bale later and now it's like we have too many comic book movies please stop making them but, um, <clears throat> yeah, uh, well, let me ask you this. Who's been your favorite? Uh, so do you prefer the Zendaya Mary Jane or do you prefer the Chris or do you prefer the Emma Stone? Who's your who's your spider gal? I like Zendaya. I think she does a good job. Is It's a unique take on it. Mm-hmm. I, it. The Mary Jane in the comic books is such a hard like she's she's a hard character for, to portray on screen. It's tough. In what so? way? What do you mean? Because it's it's an impossible ideal. Yeah, because she's so ideal. Right? Like her like, in the comic. It's... I mean, face it, Tiger. You hit the jackpot. <laughs> How many of them got to say that? They've only no, had no, uh, nobody. I like one of them did get to listen, say it. Listen, I'm a yeah. fan. I, like... I think. Um, uh, uh, what's her face said it? The first one. Yeah. I think yeah, I like Kirsten Dunst, but too. I think I really like Zendaya's take. As more of like a smart ass. Yeah, yeah, I like yeah. that because yeah. it's 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 a good foil for him. You can mm-hmm. see them being together. You yeah. can yeah. see that yeah. couple make sense to me. As much as I, I love Emma Stone. <laughs> yeah, they are. I can't too. see Tobey Maguire. Uh, no. no, not in a million years. With Christian Dunst? No. Hmm? Not in a million years. Really? No. <laughs> no. I don't know. I think it works. I thought it worked. I can't pick a, a Mary Jane either. I think they're Ju- all the same. Justine, what do you think? Who's your? They don't do enough story for you to even care for them. Mm. Not even Zendaya. Zendaya is the they most barely, developed character out of all of them. Uh, but no, uh, they the, don't give me enough to care. Uh, when, uh, or Emma Stone, I guess. No, her, no? they did a lot. When with Emma Stone died, I didn't care. Mary Jane, mm. Renee, real quick before you That's before you, Renee, Renee, our friend from the uh, Keeping Up with the Nerds podcast. Uh, who's been your favorite on-screen Spider-Man so far, Renee? It's a tie between Tom Holland and a little bit of Andrew Garfield. Mm. Okay, yeah. okay. No, and no Tobey Maguire. Tobey Maguire, I liked him because it's just childhood nostalgia. But I don't like that he didn't have web shooters. Oh, wow. he's hey, a I like punching bag. How can he like shoot his webs if it comes out of a gland and he covers it, it with organic, his, right? covers it, it with like? But that's Sam Raimi. Yeah. That's a soak part. Yeah, that's a Sam Raimi. Thing. Uh, and then, uh, who's been your favorite uh, female? Uh, companion for oh easily Emma Stone is Gwen Stacy yeah oh, see, yeah. see the thing is, is that uh, MJ was poorly written in the Rammy I don't Rammy, disagree like thing. she's she's weak like yeah. the, it's and she's and I was telling him she's a hard person to portray <laughs> on screen because yeah. she's so idealized it's, she was very problematic in the second one where it was like Peter do you like me okay I'm gonna go marry off this guy oh yeah that's <laughs> true like, that shit know, didn't that make sense true. right yeah. like, she like, does get annoying yeah. Yeah, yeah and the third one she's but like it's not about you Peter it's about me even though you're saying the city what about my problems you know like like mario said this is sam raimi is the one that goofed it right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. He, yeah. he wrote he it yeah. He, he didn't know how to write every character yeah mm. he knew how to write spidey good yeah. good good analysis renee mm-hmm. why don't you you want to thank you thank you for backing some, me up pick somebody you can replace him on the show permanently <laughs> pick one person 
Anyone. I'll run this. I'll run this. Except except John or Justine. Pick anybody else. Patrick, so I'd rather run this story. (laughs) (laughs) You'd be doing me a favor. They don't give you enough to like any either one. Hey, I'm not arguing with you. Any of them. Yeah. I'm not arguing with you. Zaya's just like, oh, she's. But but Emma Stone. Likes dark things. I just like that she's kind of a smart ass. Yeah. I do like that she's kind of a smart ass. What about the girl? What about Lisa? Who's Lisa? Lisa. Oh, she's a sweetheart. The prom girl. The girl oh, who's no, a prom not, with it. Not Lisa. The, uh, with Michael I, Keaton's daughter? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, who was that? Uh, she's she? on a show. Uh, she on Atlanta? She's on another show right now. I, I forgot know. about that. No, I was thinking of the uh, other girl from the Tobey Maguire movies who makes some of the cookies and stuff. Oh, the girl with the... Yeah, that yeah, gets yeah. fucking just shafted. Yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. Totally they, in love with Tobey Maguire's man. character. Makes some cookies, takes care of them, isn't seeing another dude, nothing like that. Toby fucked up. The stories yeah. aren't there for the women, so they're just not important. Who's been your favorite villain, Justine? Mm-hmm. Got quiet. <laughs> John, who's been your favorite villain? So Ooh, Michael Keaton. Yeah, yeah. Vulture. He yeah. Yeah. He's probably he, the most nuanced. He loves, mm-hmm. like, he cares about his daughter. Then yeah. he also cares about Spider-Man at the end. You're like, oh, come on. Yeah. He yeah. cares about him. and He's, oh. he's, he's got a the very most dimensions. That's the, the most complex most of yeah. the, any of the mm-hmm. villains that we've seen. I think second up to that comes Doc Ock, because he was pretty yeah. well-rounded. Mm-hmm. He was just a good villain, and the way it was... And smart. And, yeah. and smart. And then the way they did the... Um, uh, the way Raimi directed that scene where his arms come to life is still Those were, that was a cool it's right scene. out of Evil Dead. Yeah, it's right out of Evil Dead. Yeah. So it's it's really it's really hard to beat that one. Uh, but yeah, I think I think Michael Keaton's done the best as far as mm-hmm. uh, the reveal when you when he finds out. <laughs> you know, oh but, yeah, I think it was a good switch. But yeah. Jake got him, so that Jake. was pretty funny. What? Oh, Mysterio. Yeah, he got him with. Sending out that video, I was like, "Damn!" Oh yeah, yeah it yeah. was a good way to portray Mysterio because that's Damn. hard to do. Like the comic books, it's Mysterio's power. It's it's similar what it has in the movies, but it's it's hard to portray on screen. So I like the way they did it. They yeah. did a good job he he was that. a real villain though, because he didn't care. Yeah, and Michael Keaton did care because yeah. he knew he was a kid and. Yeah, he kind of tur- it kind of turned him. At I the guess because he has a kid. But yeah, with um, he knew, Jake, he knew he was just a he boy. Give a fuck. But I'll tell you what, threw him under the bus. I'll and tell you what, that, that Tom Holland scene where he's stuck, oh, that still gets me, man. Because that's right out of the comics. Yeah, and the way mm-hmm. he portrays under that scene, the bridge? yeah, when he's just, uh, yeah, that was a Steve Ditko. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No dialogue. It's just like two pages of him trying to get it off his back. Yeah, yeah. and you're just like, damn, you realize he's just a little kid. Yeah, you know, and that. That plays into the Tom Holland very well because that Tom gets Holland. you. That gets yeah, you. Where he's like starting to have like a mental breakdown. Yeah, he's just he doesn't oh. know what I'm, to do. He's like, he's like I'm a sucker for. And they had crying. a similar scene with that with Tobey Maguire, and it just didn't mean shit. You're just like, mm. meh. You're just whiny baby. No, that's nah, not. Nah, nah, he doesn't have like that's, a good that's, yell either. That's not necessarily true. There's yeah. a very Toby has a very sissy kind of like. You just hate him. Though. Like I, I said, he you. just felt like a. This is gone. He was a punching bag. Yeah. It's, it's all he is. Yeah, but that was the way he was directed. It's yeah, not and that's, that it's, it's not Tobey Maguire's I'm not, saying, I'm not saying it's Tobey Maguire's fault. That's the way fault, it was written. I'm which saying is why it's Tobey Maguire's fault. I'm speaking to the character. I'm not speaking to... But, come on. Uh, but Tom Holland's a little bit of a punching bag, too. Yeah, I don't disagree. It's but the he... character. It's what got everyone reading the character initially. It's like a soap opera. You're almost like, as much as like, how's he going to get out of this thing with the villain? It's like, ooh, is he going to get to work on time? Is he going to be able to? Yeah. Talk? Can Aunt May? You know, you get suckered into it like a soap opera. Is he going to well, be able to like fool Aunt May one more time? It was know? good when he got hit by that, the train. 
right? And yeah. then he ends up in that prison, and mm. that guy gives him his phone. And mm. yeah. See? Justine? He got all beat up. Justine, you're a good... I'm glad you're here for this, because uh, I'm getting a lot of... John, you said Doc Ock's been your favorite? For or villains? Michael Keaton? Uh, I think it would be a tie between Doc Ock and uh, the Vulture. Who's the worst villain? Sandman. No. Electro. Electro. Yeah, yeah Electro's pretty... I was going to say, he like, doesn't yeah. stand out in my mind It's a toss-up between Electro and Venom. Oh, yeah, Venom Both was them bad. Really Venom bad. was bad in the third one. They didn't do enough uh, with Electro. And, and with the Sandman, there was no problem there, but he deserved his own film. You know, that didn't need... Does he? That's a that's a movie where you had four villains, and you're like, somebody was going to get short shrift. I've, i got to watch Spider-Man. I haven't watched it in a long time. I, I doubt it holds up. That third one? Yeah. It's a tough one to sit through. Yeah. yeah. Right. As soon as he starts jazz dancing down the street. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's Saturday Night Fever well, strut down the street. What was your yes. favorite yeah. villain, uh, Jake? Oh, it's, uh, it's uh, I don't say, say Toby Maguire. Vol- yeah, Toby Maguire is my le- my least favorite. <laughs> villain. Villain. Right, he what- killed Spider Man. Yeah, he killed. And Spider-Man. finally, what's been your favorite uh, Spider Man movie so far? What's mm. been your favorite Spider Man movie so far? Into the Spider Verse is off the table, even though Fuck that's you. the best one. That's the number one. <laughs> the Civil War count. Uh, sure. That was a pretty big. The I, intro of that. You know what? I, I would agree with that. That was a huge moment. That's a moment in the. And he you, did everything you were in perfectly. Theaters, fighting you with were everyone. just like son of a bitch. Like they, you got. I got excited when, when when he yeah when he's with making, the Avengers and when, he takes the the shield from um, Captain yeah. America. Yeah. And, like, and they kind of have a little banter. Yeah, and he tells like, them to go you home. From? I'm from, it's great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was a good moment. Minus Civil War. I agree with that. But you know what kills me? Homecoming is great, except for that. It's the Wonder Woman syndrome. It's a yeah. CGI third act. Otherwise, that if it wasn't for that, that would be my favorite. But I, I got to go with Spider-Man 2 because Doc Ock is just is good. And that's I know that's full of CGI and it's not good anymore. But there's other good things in that movie. It's not yes. just the CGI. Alfred Molina is a perfect actor for that character. Yeah. You know? I still like that one the best. I still like that. And that still has a little bit of Green Goblin in it, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, Echoes. Ec- yeah, yeah. Or dream sequences or something. Yeah. That's gotta be what I know, that'd be my favorite. They do the hint yeah. of the of the I like uh, Homecoming a lot, but I think Push Comes to Shove, it's that second one right. with Doc Ock, yeah. What's the it's not it's the uh, Hobgoblin. They show little hints of the Hobgoblin in there, don't they? I don't do in the second one? Because Hobgoblin is uh the son. Oh Franco. James Franco. Yeah, yeah. Franco. He takes over the outfit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah what it was yours, Jake? Oh uh, I would I would say Homecoming. Homecoming. No. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. You're not going to pick the one with Emma Stone? Hmm? You're not going to pick The Amazing? No, because he's still pissed off about Andrew Garfield dropping her. Yeah, he fucked up. That happens in the comics, man. They yeah. have to say truth of the comics. I don't care. He did, did you know that going in? No. Oh! Oh, <laughs> oh no! You know, you know when you went to go see, uh, when you went to go see the um, Avengers and Peter died, and the kid screamed no in the theaters. That was me when Emma Stone, bam, hit her head yeah, on the floor. Wow. Her head. Yeah. They really... No! They really... You're like running up to the <laughs> they, uh, You know, Stan yeah. Lee, they said they got hate mail. Oh. No, how dare you kill off... Gwen, you know, when that happened in the comic, he said, we got bags of letters going, how dare you kill that character, you know? Yeah, that was a... And that... it was very subtle, because what that was, was uh, when she... The force of the drop, and it was the web caught her, and she snapped her neck. Yeah. Oh, God. And it was just... Even... It was very subtle... As far as the way they drew it, you yeah. saw this little like snap. You heard this little. What a horrible way to go, yeah. man! Did you give me your favorite? Civil War. You said Civil War. I said it first. <laughs> you no. I, 
It just <laughs> two? all right. Spider-Man it made two. Right. sense. So well, well, I don't know if I'm going to be able to see Spider-Man right when it comes out. Just yeah, 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 me neither. This is a busy time of year, but yep. uh, we will see it as soon as possible. I'm excited for this one. I want to see how they handle the multiverse. I like we all, of course, we're all big Benedict Cumberbatch. Fans, some of us more than others. Obviously, just recent. Every yeah. Marvel movie now is just like diving head first into that multi- into the multiverse. Yeah, they really they're not even trying to hide it anymore. Nope. Now it's like now it's but you know what? It, what's amazing? Every show, every movie, it's all going to be. But multiverse. look what look listen look what Marvel did, and I still credit them for this. You start out with Iron Man. You mm-hmm. get everybody into Iron Man. You get people to care about Iron Man because you cast Robert Downey Jr. Given. That was not a given. He was a third tier. Yeah. Not even a second tier character. Now people are like, oh, Iron Man's just like Bruce Wayne. Like, <laughs> like, you know, I mean, it, it wasn't like that until these movies came out yeah. in the comics. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, not only do so you slowly, and then they like, um, to borrow a phrase from Justine earlier, they spoon fed everybody because then it's like, okay, now we're going to bring in Cap. Now we're going to do this. Now we're going to have an event. It's Thor. Everybody, we're all going to have him in the same movie. Everybody's like, oh shit, they're all in the same movie. Next thing you know, what do they do? They get you to care about characters going into space. Now it's turning into sci fi. Now you got the Guardians of the Galaxy. And nobody, except for the hardcore comic fans, nobody really knew about Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. And that's when I said, oh, they can do anything at Marvel. If they can make you care about this comic that nobody yeah. read, unless you're a hardcore comic yeah. reader, and nobody knew about those So guys. next thing you know, they've got it in space, and so now you, you, people are watching Endgame, there's space battles going yeah. on, and everybody's yeah. everybody's okay with it. Very smart. So you get people that would normally not watch a sci-fi movie, and they're they're... And Making, we're watching full blown sci fi. They're watching full blown sci fi. And with the multiverse, you can almost see where they're saying, this is going to make it easier because we're always going, ooh, they can't do that. Well, now you open up the, the wormhole or whatever, oh. and it's like, now we can do anything. And now we're watching Marvel's Twilight Zone. I just, I want them to be confident enough not to have to put another hero in the same film. Like, you can do standalone films. Sure. You don't need to have Doctor Strange show up. You well, don't need uh, that one they. I, want. Mean, <laughs> I get it. Like I understand from a story plot point, but like for instance, Shang Chi, right? You Shang- didn't. They didn't, but they didn't. They didn't. They didn't bring anybody. The just, yeah, but yeah. it wasn't necessary. Until the right? end. Like that's, but that's them having to. It, it's like they want to tie every single movie into the movie. They've done universe. every single movie and, like that. But you like, know what? That wasn't a even, break. That wasn't much. That was just like Wong coming in at the beginning, right? No, well, at the, the very end. end. You had the very end. Uh, Captain Marvel. Last Captain like, spoiler Marvel alert. And What's Bruce the one Banner? where Wong shows up like in the first ten minutes? That's that's one. Same one. Yeah, I thought. That's not necessary. No, that didn't bother yeah. me. It, I was more concerned about like the actual Avengers showing up. Like it's oh, not. Well, they didn't. Yeah, Bruce Banner did. and um, uh, Captain Marvel oh, show up. Well, yeah. yeah, but they didn't show up to help. But no, but it's it's like it's it's not needed. Was that after the credits? No, 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 no. no but that's just what they do now yeah. because they gotta. They've got to put. Everything. I understand that's what they do, but give it a break. Let them, everything let, has to be connected. Let a hero have their own standalone film. It sure again. felt like they had their own standalone. It did, that didn't feel like the whole thing was a cross promotion. There, there can't be there. There can't be a self contained movie in well, the cinematic was, that, universe. That's anymore. what my argument was with um, with what if that what what if started out that way and then turned into hmm. uh, you know. Uh, we have yeah. to tie it all together. It's all just, was so good It's in all that. just the multiverse. <laughs> and you didn't even see him. But you heard him. <laughs> you heard his... All right, here we go. Yes. Uh, so that's it for the Spider Talk. Oh, mm. Spider-Man. This has been Spider-Man, Spider-Man Honey, I'm Home. Uh, hits theaters December 14th. That would be a great title. <laughs> hey, honey. honey. I'm home. Honey. I, what if all three... What if three Mary Jane show up and you get Zendaya like punching out uh, Kirsten Dunst and then Emma Stone comes in and just hey well, she, she can't fight because she's dead so she just like flops down <laughs> <laughs> she just falls out of a she falls out of falls a portal of, in the multiverse sky 
my God. <laughs> I mean, you, you already know something's going to happen with Zendaya, so you might as well just have Andrew Garfield going, oh, shit, that's what I should have done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or maybe uh, he'll save her this time. Yeah. Hey, I hope so. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, Patrick, why don't you give us a breakdown? This week it's, uh, oh, it's time for the Digital Movie Club. I forgot my kazoo. I can't give it a breakdown. Yeah, you can't. You're no. gonna you're gonna give us the the, the year, the money. Somebody and all has that. to do the synopsis first. Uh, well, no, you you do that first, and then he reads. No, we got to know about the we got to know what the movie is. Oh, first. you got the randomizer. Okay, I'll do it first. This week, the randomizer. Look who's number one, Justine. Read it. John. John is the random. John, tell us what we're about to watch. Glengarry Glen Ross, break it down in your own words, John. Uh, this was a David Mamet stage play, and they made it into a movie. And this is set in the early 90s, and it's uh, five gentlemen sharing an office, and they sell real estate. And uh, this takes place over about uh, 48 hours. And um, it's <laughs> it's the one that separates the men from the boys because they get thrown a real curveball, and they've got to decide where they draw the line on ethical behavior and friendship and uh, how they're going to get through the rest of their lives. Oh, there we go. And I will read you now. A Beautiful. I brought in the uh, Leonard Malton movie guide, and this is what Mr. Malton has to say about it. Uh, Glenn Gray, Glenn Ross, uh, David Mamet's scorching, profane, Pulitzer Prize-winning play about an office full of desperate real estate salesmen slash con artists. Con artists is a faithfully reproduced... Mamet did the adaptation himself with a, a gallery of stunning performances. Pacino is dynamic as the office hotshot. Lemon is totally credible as the loser. And Baldwin is dynamite in a part created especially for the film as an insulting motivator. Never succeeds in being anything but a photograph play, but when the play and the actors are this good, it's hard to complain. And he gives it three stars. Three out of four? Three out of four. Mm. Three out of four. Three out of four. You know that they created that Alec Baldwin that, part. Yeah, yeah but just, the reason was that. because I, the reason was was because he was up for the Ricky Roma part. What happened? Oh, not close enough. Get on the mic. Get like on this. the mic. There you go. No, I'm just going to say what I don't know if you heard this, but they created that part as a as, to get him into the movie. He was going to do it because he was up for the Ricky Roma part, and when it was very obvious he wasn't going to get it, he just said thanks, but no thanks. I don't want any of the other parts. And they said we'll write you a part. And it's hard to imagine the movie without that. That wasn't in the play. Yeah. That whole thing at the beginning kind of shows you the stakes. No pun, yeah. no pun intended. Yeah. And I, it's hard to imagine the play without that opening act where this guy comes in and goes, guess what? You're all out of here. I don't know how they got that point across without the Alec Baldwin character. First first prize was Cadillac. Yeah. What's second prize? Second prize, you steak knives. Set of steak Third knives. prize, you're all fired. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Anyway, I that it's interesting that that's a character that wasn't even in the play, and it really works well. Give us the breakdown, Patrick. Uh, Glengarry Glenn Ross, released in 1992, ran an hour and 40 minutes, got a 7.7 on IMDb, 95% on Rotten Tomatoes, released on October 2nd, directed by James Foley, with a budget of $12.5 million, grossed worldwide. Anybody want to guess? Ten. I'm going to say ten. It lost money, I know that. I'm oh say, really? <laughs> I'm gonna say ten million bucks. And what it cost him? Twelve point five. I don't see where they where they spend all that money. I'll tell you in a paying, second. Paying all the actors. <laughs> nope. There's one specific spot. I'll tell oh, you. Okay. Uh, I'll say it made like uh, eight million. Anybody else? I'll no? say nine. Justine, would you care to guess? Um, twelve point five. 
Uh, 10.5. Uh-huh. Awesome. Mario. The single largest cost on the movie, the rain effects. Are you kidding? Wow. Uh, yeah. A guy with a hose on the window? That's my new job. Yeah. yeah that that's where the bulk job. of the uh, oh, budget went to. When they're crossing the street. Just yes. all of the rain effects in the okay. first half of the movie. That's Still a lot of water. Yeah. I mean, if you go back and watch, it is a lot. I know all the actors took a cut because they wanted to do it. They all, because think about it, Pacino, that would have been the whole budget. Yeah. I think every actor said, I'll take a cut. I want to do the movie, you know? Yeah, I mean, at the time in the 90s, they were all pretty big. And Mamet was big, and they wanted to do it. They knew this was a big play, and they said, yeah, hell yeah, I'll take a cut. I think Pacino was the first one to say, I'll take a cut. Yeah, sure. If it'll get the movie made. Yeah, this movie was not successful. It was very successful because it's gone on to become a... Cult the cultural hit. touchstone. Yeah. Yeah. We've all heard Iconic. coffee is for closers. We've all heard mm-hmm. always be closing. And The Simpsons has done innumerable references to this movie. Mm-hmm. So I, I wonder if some people have checked it out just because of all The Simpsons references. You know, This is a an oft quote. How bad does it make you feel that I heard the phrase cookie is for closers before I heard coffee is for closers? Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't bother me at all. Yeah. Why would you watch this movie as a kid? Not, yeah, this is not this is not ET. This is not yeah. uh, no, Star but, Wars. But Boss Baby came out. Where like do you think 20, I learned to curse? <laughs> 2015, 2016. <laughs> this is uh, this is where you, this is a movie you watch as you're older. Mm-hmm. It's like a western. Yeah. Except it's not. Anyway. Let's talk about something important. Put that coffee down. Coffee's for closers only. You think I'm fucking with you? I am not fucking with you. I'm here from downtown. I'm here from Mitch and Murray. And I'm here on a mission of mercy. Your name's Levine? Yeah. You call yourself a salesman, you son of a bitch? Just so you guys know, this is what the cast has to endure every week before we record. What's his name? Levine. Mm-hmm. Shelly the Machine Levine. That's right. Oh, his name is F.U. There That's his go. name. That's right. Uh, yeah, so this is what I do. I come in, and I, this is the kind of tone I set every week. Every single week. Every single week. You guys don't I, hear it, but... I just browbeat everybody. Mm-hmm. There's a chalkboard behind There's it. There's a chalkboard behind it. Always be podcasting. Yep. Who's on the board? None of us. Mm. Uh, yeah, so if I'm Alec Baldwin, uh, Justine is definitely the... Who's Justine in this movie? I don't think any of us really correspond to anybody in the movie. Justine <laughs> is Justine is uh, definitely the Ricky Roma. Yeah. Uh, she, she can do no wrong. <laughs> she can really do no wrong. Yeah. Uh, you're definitely... You are definitely the uh, Alan Arkin character, just like, hey, what am I doing here? Um, and then you are definitely Ed Harris. You sure I'm not the machine? No, no, no. John's the machine. Uh, right. That's fucked John. up, man. John the shaft every weekend. Why? Because, John, you're, the, Why, you're the most, you're the only likable character yeah. in the whole cast. But I'm also the punching bag. I'm the loser then. You're not the loser. You're no. Just, you're you did just, what you had to do. Luck, it comes mm-hmm. in streaks, John. Yeah. yeah. It comes in streaks. Mm. As mm-hmm. much as I love Jack Lemmon, this is a painful movie to watch for what for how he but, behaves and how they treat him. It's but tough. so good. It's, oh, because it takes a real actor to go to those depths. He's got to reach some places that people All do not them. want to reach. All of them. Yeah. Yeah, they got to dig deep. All of them. Okay, so not having none of us. John and I had seen this. So, Justine, what was your impression watching this, not having seen it? 
Like what? And you you said that you're you said they don't go anywhere. Are you sure you want to start there? Yeah, yeah. Let's start with Justine. Okay. Give me your impressions on it, Justine. Because um, I have I have deeper questions I'm going to ask you, but give it give me like a breakdown of what you thought of the movie. And you can it's okay if you tell me you didn't like. It. I'm not going to be mad at you. Yeah. Because this is a very uh, again. As Leonard Maltz says, and like I was, it is a play that's being photographed. So you do get which some... I didn't know until the end. Mm-hmm. Oh, it says that at the very end. Yeah, yeah. yeah they well, have no, to. Patrick yeah. said it, and also I was like, that. oh. There Over you the go. credits, it's like because they have to give credit to the original production. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, we have not left that room. Oh wait, you you expect her to watch credits? Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's over. Click. <laughs> so much talking. Mm-hmm. So much talking. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. Really put me to sleep. I watched it four times trying to stay awake. Wow. That's, that's dedication. That's some great dialogue that you're just sleeping on. I just couldn't. Yeah. And they're cussing and I'm like, that's, I can't. You I ca- just, you I think call the yourself cussing, a podcaster, you son of a bitch? I, I think the cussing to me was unnecessary. I get how they felt, but it felt so unnecessary. And then watching it was just like, why? Why? Because it's the type of people they are. Yeah, yeah, really that's was, how they are. And it's a lot of testosterone. It, but it made me really bored watching it. Mm. I was like, this is the most you, you boring know it's, I'll, I'll tell you what, it's hard to connect with any of them. And the only reason you connect with Jack Lemmon is because you feel sorry for him. But you know, because he shows his true colors at the end when he thinks he's got the sale. You see what he's like. He's just like the rest when of them. When he's riding on top. Yeah, when he's on top, yeah. he's, a, he's, he's insufferable. Yeah, yeah. And then he ends up doing himself in, which is great. Because he's so cocky that he, he slips up. Yeah. He puts his foot in it. He yeah. puts his foot in it. Yeah, you're right. And uh, it's hard to be sympathetic to any of these guys because they're you know they're ripping people off. Yeah. So I don't I don't disagree with you that it's it's hard to connect. And I mean, and it shows you. I mean, this is truly how people. This is how people do things in the real world too. Where if you have your job on the line, you're gonna do shady shit. Yeah. Um, I've had that happen at my work, and that's just because they might lose their job. Yeah. And these guys are professional con men anyway. So, you know what I mean? They're doing this from day to day. It's going to get worse. It's going to be dog-eat-dog if they're going to lose their job. It's almost like, yeah, like they're asking, they're making these guys go out and be unethical. So, like, why are you surprised they would turn around and try to rob the office? Like, how does that surprise you? Yeah. None of that was surprising. Um, Did it surprise you who did it? Or did you think that it was... At that point, I was like, I wonder who did it. Mm. Who did it? I didn't think it was him. Yeah. I thought for sure it was Alan and. Um, but Moss was in on it. Remember they yeah, kind of, they, he was they, in. He found it. another guy to get it. Alan Arkin didn't want to do it, so he got another guy to come in yeah. on it. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was Alan and Ed yeah. for yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. Um, That's such an awful scene when he goes. He goes, well, now you heard me. So you listened. So now you're an I know accessory. He's like, but why? I <laughs> but why? I wasn't going to tell you because you heard me. That's yeah. why. He yeah. just wants to go home and put up Christmas decorations and trim his uh, topiary garden. You know, mm. that's all Alan wants to do, right? Yeah. Um, the scene I love the most was uh, when Kevin Spacey's getting yelled at by Al Pacino. <laughs> oh, man. There's a lot of cussing in it, but it was beautiful. Yeah, it's such it a... Was it's such because a... you see, because right before that, you see him and Jack Lemmon, like, obviously faking that thing out and working off of each other. Like, yeah. remember that? Now you tell the story, and then they do it. Then it, Kevin Spacey comes in, and he's not participating in this. Yeah. And just you understand that he's not of that world. Yeah. yeah, and it was great. Um, and he even admits it at the end. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> at the end of that yelling scene, and like, and Al Pacino goes and interviews with the cops. You but. child. 
I know. That's the line that sticks with me because it's the last thing he says. He just rips them a new asshole. And the last thing he says before he goes in is, you you child. He says, who told you you could work with men? Yeah. Like, that is the most yeah. emasculating yeah. thing you could ever say to somebody. Uh, what I, watching it this time, though, I realized that in his own way, Pacino is kind of pathetic as well, obviously. Yeah. Because he's, you know, he is like... He's more self-deluding. Yes. So he can live with himself. Yeah. And I think also he was trying to throw a bone to Shelley. Yeah. You know? Yeah. He's the only guy. He's all, let's hear what you have to say. I want to hear this story. Because he thought, and it's really the last nice moment Jack Lemmon has before he's going to go to jail. Well, there, there's... You it, know? I'm, I'm watching it this there's time, I was really... dark side to that too, though. There because is. Pacino knows... That they don't have any money either. Yeah. Like, he's aware that the night Because he, he keeps asking, who was it? The Nybergs? Wait, the Nybergs? Yeah. Like, he knows already. He told him, yeah. But he wanted to hear the story. He wanted to hear the story, but it's a, it's a fucked up, vindictive yeah. thing. That's, because he, That's what I was thinking this time. Like, when he says... He was kind of setting him up for that. Yeah, he for was that being failure. a dick. But do you think he was setting but, him up? But that's yes. what I, oh, yeah. The question, so. This is the question yeah. I had this time. Was he sincere at the end? And I still don't know. Was he just being a bullshit salesman? No, no, no. When he tells Shelly, hey, you and I should really do something. Oh, that was bullshit. I saw some of the old magic. No, that was bullshit. And I want, you know, like, but. I I thought he was trying to make him feel better, you know. I think in some way there is a a sliver of, even though it is fucked up, like, like Patrick says. He does try. He goes, hey, let me hear your story. He's the only one that'll say, hey, let me hear your story. I mean, it's a very small moment. He's humoring him, but at the same time, he's also. Thinking, you can tell he's thinking to himself, "This is a pathetic piece of shit who can't, you know, sell shit." But anymore. it's also but why give him the time. But at le- but at least he's giving him the time, and sure. nobody else has. Now here's a question. Let's see if you picked up on this. This time around, when they're trying to lead Shelley in to talk to the cops, do you think Pacino's character is pretending like he's on the phone? He's all, he's like, "Help me! I gotta go in here," and he he won't put the phone down. He's all. And no, thinking, I think that's just him trying to hustle. Okay, because I thought, boy, that almost looks like he's all. I can't get sucked into this. No. Yeah, no, he just doesn't care. Yeah, he yeah. doesn't care. Yeah. He's he's got he's got to go make money. He doesn't. But you do it. know, you do see that that in a lot of ways that that Lemon admires him at least. Like, oh, he's, yeah. he's the one he likes in the office. Yeah, yeah. And maybe mm-hmm. there was a bond, you know, at one time. And maybe he was like that when he was uh, younger and more on top of yeah. things. Mm-hmm. You know. He had his moment. Um, if they called him the machine, he must have had a, an era where I he mean, was better at it. I mean, they hinted that, like, Lemon taught Pacino something. Yeah, he does yeah. say, he goes, that's the way you taught me. Yeah. And yeah. whether or not that was bullshit or not, at least it made him feel better. Like, yeah. Hey. Yeah, it seems like there was just a, a fraction of a moment where he thought, I can at least make this guy feel better for a couple minutes. Yeah, you feel like there's you know, a, there was something. a connection at one time, at least more with anybody else in the office. But I don't believe he was going to actually say, hey, let's do something together. That was just bullshit. Yeah. 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 But it was nice. It's like, I'll make the old man feel better. Yeah. And really, it was his last good moment because then he realizes, I'm going to jail. That was the last. Ah. And really, when you look at it, the thing that really deflates him wasn't so much the idea that he might be, get caught over the robbery. Nope. It was when he found out that, that, that they were insane. When Kevin Spacey says, they're nuts. They're insane. That check is, it's, we've gotten checks from that family before. They're never going to. Bless gonna, you. Thank you. You know, when he says, what? What's their name? He says, yeah, look at the memos. You know, those, that check is going to. What's even more messed up about that situation is the salesmen were right. They were giving him dead leads. Yes. And they were expecting yes. them to. The deadest of leads because these people are nuts. And when he says they just like to talk to salesmen. Yeah. Like, wh- how nuts are they? They just 
want to spend the night talking to sales. Yeah, why then? Why are you giving these guys these exactly. leads? Exactly. They, they wanted them fired. And yeah. It, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. They, and but the way he wilts, the way he deflates mm-hmm. is the. It was more over that, not yeah. that oh I got caught stealing. It was like what? Because he thought at least I got the old magic back. At least yeah. for one moment, I sold eight units to this family, and they're just like they're nuts. Uh, Patrick, what do, what did you think overall? Did you? Um, because this is a this is a movie where you don't. This is not a movie you come out feeling good. No, it's. <laughs> I, I understand the point of this film. I get that you're not supposed to like anybody. That it's they're all really shitty people, and it's hard to connect with anybody. And it is true. The only moment you really connect with anybody is when Jack Lemmon's character finds out that the check is bullshit. Yeah. Like, that's really the moment where you're like... No, the moment I connect with is the guy that's like, please leave my house. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. true. Yeah. And then he says, my wife just, she answered this thing and I can't get rid of the salesman. It's been plaguing us for a year. Yeah, plaguing. Um, Mm. There's really good dialogue in this film, but... This is the sneakers of the sales world. I don't love it. It's... I'm just kidding. I, I, I... I struggled with this film. It, 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 while I appreciated the dialogue and I, I like the cast, I think that there are. Uh, it's a fantastic cast. There is just. It's hard to get interested and in kind of in depth. I understand what's go- what's going on, and I get that you know it's a shitty situation, and it's. I don't really care about the robbery. I don't care that you know they can't make any sales or anything like that. It just it didn't pull me in enough. I appreciate it, but uh, it's not something I'd watch again. You, Jake. What did you think? You're going to watch it again, by the way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're watching it again. We're re-reviewing oh, it for I, next I, week. I did not like the score. Oh, yeah. That, it's a weird The score weird is jazz. really just yeah. like, but it's, it's, it's very 90s. But it's, and it's super low in the very background. Very much background music. But it's in music, the beginning. Yeah. It's just like, it's so heavy. And you're just like, okay. Is that David okay. Sanborn? Or? I don't know. Uh, it's, uh, you're not really getting it during the movie. No. It's no. <laughs> when they're talking. Jake, what did you think, my man? I never even, I, you never even really pay attention to it. It's just kind of there. No, it's loud. I Yeah. It was good. I liked it. Yeah, Solid. did you? Yeah. Um... I really liked the rapport between Roma and the machine. The machine, Levine. <laughs> That's such a great name, especially Shelley the machine. Especially Levine. the scene where Roma is trying to pull one over on the guy who yeah. bought the five units or whatever. Yeah. You know what's great about that scene is that whole scene where he kind of like he like on the fly like comes up with something to try to pull him like to help pull him in. What's great about that scene is you see his how his shtick kind of doesn't work. With the guy in the house, it's yeah. so obvious. It, it it's 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 cringy that moment when he's in the house and he's trying like, to connect. Yeah. He's trying yeah. to connect, and and you know it's not going to work, and it's you know how desperate he is. But then you see a little flash on the fly when he's working. Yeah. With the, it's like in that moment, he's you like, see it too with Pacino as well. Like when um, uh, what's his face's character comes back to cancel the check. You see it too that Pacino's stick isn't even working either. Like he's just yeah. You can tell that yeah he's a shitty person as well. It happens to him yeah. as well. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. He just happens to be on a hot street. Yeah, and he's better at it. He's really much better at it. He's a, quite an actor. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And you can tell that at one point the character's an actor. And it was and it's kind of cool because you can kind of see that Jack Lemmon at one he's kind of enjoying it. He's kind of he's kind of got that moment where he's like, yeah. hey, we gotta go. We, you know, he's doing that yeah. whole thing and and yeah. Uh, yeah. 
and he, he's playing along and he's not quite adept at it, but it works. And mm-hmm. he can tell that he, for like a moment, he feels like, hey, this is like the old days. Yeah. You know? You can tell he had it. Yeah. yeah. You knew, too, is without reading the synopsis of the film before even watching it, you knew somebody was going to steal those leads. Mm-hmm. Oh, for as sure. As soon as he locks it in the box, <laughs> you're just like, yeah. oh, somebody locks it in the box, shit. locks it in the cabinet. It's like, yep, yeah, those are gone. <laughs> Someone's going to break in there. Yep. Uh, so you kind of get a feeling that. Um, Levine's going to steal it because he's the only one who had everything to lose. The daughter sure. in the hospital. Yeah. yeah, I was I was surprised by that. I that was a nice. Well, they twist. lead you to think that. It's, yeah, that was a way, nice little twist. The way they set up that conversation with Alan Arkin and Ed yeah. Harris, you really think like, oh my when god. He, when he comes back and he's excited about the the check the first time, mm-hmm. you, that's really when you're just like, oh okay, like maybe his luck's turning around. Like you feel for you feel better for it, and it's just like you saw that. Nah, right? I'm gonna mm-hmm. kick you in the gut. Right? I, well, I thought it was he had maybe pulled one of the Glenn Gary. Oh, like leads. Pulled, the lead. that's what I pulled one of the leads. Yeah, that he. Took some leads. Yeah. They would have spotted. Uh, I think he just yeah. got lucky. He, well, he did, but he didn't because yeah, he no. got the. But what's great about that scene is when he is riding high, it's like it, it reminds you of like a, like a young Jack Lemon, yeah. like in the mm-hmm. apartment or something. Yeah. He's got that kind of spring in his step and that sparkle in his eye, and yeah. he's like, "And I slid that pen across that table." And I, I said, sat there you for five saw- minutes and fucking yeah, I held silent. that. Yeah, I held that pen for five minutes. <laughs> complete silence. I love it. Yeah. There's like a throwaway line that he does when he goes, the cake. He goes, like, coffee cake. He's like, was it fresh? He it's goes, store-bought. He's like, oh, a store-bought. Like, Fucking he's like, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> like, they know the nuts and bolts. <laughs> like, was yeah, so was many this little... family, somebody cooking? Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's so crappy, yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, Jake, continue. You, you, So you were enjoying it? You, mm-hmm. you liked the whole rapport? Yeah, I liked their rapport. Um, I thought Alec Baldwin's character, um, no, Kevin Spacey's character. Mm-hmm. Like, so, no. Yeah, no, Alec Baldwin. Alec Baldwin. Alec Baldwin. Just that first scene, just... Just one monologue. Absolute berate. <laughs> just every single person in that room. And the second he leaves, like, the fuck is this guy? <laughs> He's definitely a presence, and you're shocked when he doesn't come back. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I wanted to know who Mitch and Murray are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to know who Lemkin is. When, when Al Pacino goes, I will go to Lemkin. You're like, this guy's above Mitch and Murray? There's like a whole hierarchy that I want to I know I want to check out the play because I want to know how they got the information across without that Bal- the Alec Baldwin character. They invented that for the movie. Maybe how did someone's they- just reading it the memo. Just, it might have just been, yeah, a yeah, message like from... Yeah, reads the memo. Yeah. But definitely the stakes are, you know, to have a guy come in there like a... F- like a flamethrower. It heightens, it kind of heightens the stakes and a little bit more. if it was just more. somebody saying, well, in my safe I got these leads, you're going, well, where's the drama in that, you know? And to have a guy come in who's so successful at it and so yeah. good at it. That you can do it. He's all, see my car? See my watch? This guy's made it work. He says, I can take these crappy leads you've got and I can turn that into, you know, $100,000. Yeah. You came in on a Hyundai. Yeah. yeah, I came in in a BMW, I don't and know that was back it. before Genesis. That was back before. That was back when Hyundai's were crappy, like yeah. the early '90s. You know, my name is. I drove here in an eighty thousand dollar BMW. You drove here in a Hyundai. Yeah, if he just does not let them. And then when he says, "Oh, you're a good dad. F you. Go play with your kids." Like just, like, <laughs> just like nothing matters except selling the. That I, real again, estate. I'm going to check out the play because I, I just see what the opening lines were. Yeah, because that really frames it. In yeah. a way that, uh, and what a great consolation prize! If he wanted to be Ricky Roma, he sure got a good consolation prize because most people remember his speech. Yeah, more than anybody else, even Pacino. What they remember is the Alec Baldwin speech. Yeah, yeah. people remember all those lines. And it's crazy that Alec yeah. Baldwin or uh, Pacino's not there. 
Yeah. That's such a weird... But like, that says something. He doesn't need to be there. You look at the board. When yeah. you look at the board, he's like 90,000. The next guy's like 24,000. Yeah. yeah why, isn't, why isn't Roman getting yelled at? He doesn't need to be. <laughs> he doesn't have to be there. Yeah, he doesn't yeah. have to be He's here. not going to be the... He's, he's going to be one... But in 10 years, he'll be the Jack he'll Lemmon But character. I feel like they remember his lines because he had the shortest lines out of everybody. But it's a lot of them. It's a, and it's a lot of always be closing, coffees the, for closing. The thing with Mamet is uh, you've, you're like breathing fire. It's so toxic. Yeah. yeah. You know, you've got to be like dripping testosterone. It's got to be. And also there's a rhythm. Anybody who's ever done a Mamet play or movie says there's a rhythm to it. Even with the cursing, you've got to find the rhythm. You know, it doesn't just flow. There's got to be a way, a staccato yeah. rhythm that you're delivering this stuff. And if you do it wrong, it's like you're reading a poem backward or something. Yeah, you you're know? right. So, so. John, you're, did this hold up for you? Yeah. I don't know why, but I saw it when it came out. I think my buddy Alex and I went out to Westwood to see it. We'd heard, we'd heard it was good. And we'd go see anything with Pacino. If Pacino's yeah. in it, we're going to see it. So yeah. we went. And yeah, it's not a good time. It's like after you've seen the Clockwork Orange or something, you leave. You go or like Raging Bull. I remember thinking that wasn't like, that wasn't a good time. These are not. You can appreciate it for being a good movie, but you don't want to watch exactly. it exactly. Yeah. And so with this, it's a character study. The dialogue is amazing. Great actors. It's like just to see those actors yeah. in one room. Sure, it's amazing. Even Alan Arkin and Ed Harris who don't have as much to do. All of them. Oh fuck, Ed Harris. Even Jonathan. <laughs> I fucking hate. Even Jonathan Price. Even Jonathan Price. And I felt the worst for him the first time I saw this. I felt the worst for him because he is obviously, uh, you know, he's whipped at home. The wife is just all, she says, get the check back. Don't talk to you. Don't go get a drink. Just get the check back. It's obvious he's a beaten man. Yeah. He's, he's been browbeaten by the wife. And he's just so despondent. I have to, I can't leave here without that check. And you yeah. start to understand why he was drinking in that bar alone. Because Pacino knew how to play him. Yeah. Like, let's just go out and get a drink and talk man to man. And you can see what a... What a line of spiel he has. Yeah. You know, it took him like an hour. You can see, wow, he's been in there a while with him. And he doesn't. Yeah. We're not talking about the deal. Forget the deal. Yeah, the deal doesn't come out until <laughs> hours about later. They've had yeah. dinner. They've had a drink. And finally, he pulls out the brochure. And yeah. he's got him. Yeah. And also the thing that got me about the Pacino character is uh, even in that uh, smashed up office with cops coming and going and Alan Arkin screaming about you can't talk to me like that, he's still trying to close the deal. Yeah. He couldn't have it worse, and he's still, until Kevin Spacey comes in and really blows it, he still has a chance. Think about it. He's like standing in an office with the phones ripped out. There's been a robbery, people coming and going. You'd think most people just go, give me the check, fuck you. And this, he says, I might still be able to pull this off. <laughs> he's trying. And until Kevin Spacey comes in and blows it, and that's when he just folds and goes, God damn it, I still might have been able to pull it off. Yeah, yeah. Even with all this chaos buzzing around me, oh, and that's why he just unloads that speech. It's poor George. His his uh, meltdown is so yeah ill timed. Yeah. It's yeah. like the only time he talks yeah. is the only time he doesn't need to be talking. Yeah, and uh, how can they talk to me like that? I'm a man. Yeah. That's how I always do my Alan Arkin and Levine. Levine slip up too. Yeah. Oh, mm. Levine. That just it's again because he's riding high and he doesn't think about it. Yeah. All he had to say was. All he really had to say, Levine, was, I left the office with you. We left together. Yeah. Yeah. That's no, all. No, because the check was, he came. He said he came back to the office. Did yeah. he? Yeah. So Kevin Spacey's character comes back to the office because he said he had to be back in two hours to see if anybody made any sales. Yeah. Uh, and that's when he saw the check on the desk. Because uh, the deal wasn't closed until after they Ah, uh, Okay. Okay. Oh, good. Thank you, Patrick. For coming and then the, li- the other line he says is, all year long, I've never come back. You know, this is the, fu- the first time I went home, you know. He says, I always, you know, I never go home. I went home. How did you know? How would you know? <laughs> How would you see it if I wasn't here, you know? Yeah. 
John, who is your favorite character in the whole? None of them. <laughs> but if I had to pick one, I'd, I'd say Al Pacino. Okay. You know? Rome was your guy? I, he's got some spark of humanity left. Not much. And maybe it's only because he's he's doing the best of the bunch. I, if he was, I disagree. I don't think he has any humanity left. No, I, think I think that if, was all a facade. If he was doing worse, you'd probably see an uglier side of him. But because he's riding high. Well, even Ed, Ed yeah. Harris says, he said, yeah. when, Ed Harris tells him that. Yeah. You know? And then he tells Ed Harris, hey, when you when you get a sale, yeah. we're all, you know, you're walking yeah. around. No, here. they're all reprehensible. Every last one of them. And you don't even feel, you know, Jonathan Price, you feel sorry for him. But he's he's like this, you know, trod upon doormat, you know. Yeah. So there's nobody you really connect with. Probably the reason I connect with Pacino is just charisma. The Pacino charisma. Not even the, the Ricky Roma The one you charisma, feel the least you know? shitty about is Alan Arkin. Yeah, because you just don't understand how he's there. And you don't see him do, like, anything really shady. Yes, he's trying to sell on the phone and stuff like that, but he pitches. He doesn't do anything that's, like, you know, super backstabby negative do you like see? That. Do we see? I can't remember. Do we see Ed Harris's pitch? Because you see everybody else's pitch. At the no. end. At the very end. That's the last character you see on the phone, and you oh, realize right. you realize the only reason he's the only guy who's back to work is because he didn't get in on the uh, on the robbery. No, no, Ed Harris. Yeah, no, Ed Harris. You, oh, you oh I'm, see, I'm, you're you not talking about Alan Arkin. No, no. no. Okay. you don't ever see his pitch. Yeah, because okay. you see yeah. Alan you, Arkin well, at the end. Uh, you see a little bit of it, you but get a it's tiny more snippet. Just trying yeah. him when he's in the on the phone on the phone trying to schedule an appointment with yeah. them. Oh, that's right. That's really it. You don't see him on the cell. You just see him on the payphone. Yeah, on the payphone trying to schedule like, hey, when can we meet? I was gonna say you never saw Alan Arkin. But it's the last yeah. scene. Yeah, he's, and the, only he's the only one in the office making the calls. Still yeah. working. Yeah. Jake, what, who was your favorite? Who did you? I like the machine man. Yeah, just to kind of see, yeah, him, his desperation lead to trying to steal the yeah. lead, sell it for money, and then him just well, you know, fuck the, it up and blow up in his face. <laughs> it's so cringy. That character is so cringy. And Jack Lemmon does so. He does such a great job. But that's though. why it's cringy because another actor might have pulled their punches, and Lemmon just went all in and yeah. made him pathetic. Yeah. You know? Super pathetic. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Patrick, could you even muster a favorite? No, they're all fucking shit. <laughs> Justine, I like loved, I said, Alan Arkin's probably the closest. Yeah, I loved Alan and Ed. Yeah, they were like so frustrated, and I loved it. I fucking hated Ed Harris. He's, he's such an asshole in this. He fucks everybody <laughs> over. <laughs> well, so rotten. Every to Alan time Arkin. he was on yeah. the screen, I loved it. Yeah, it gets he's him. a great actor. And you know what? Ed Harris does not get credit for being as good of an actor as he is. You get a little bit of it in Westworld, and you get a little bit of it. But he's always so good. He's taken for granted. He is taken for yeah. granted because yeah. he kind of has. He's a good-looking guy. And a lot of times he ends up playing like lighter weight role. Like we saw him in, you know, he's kind of an aw shucks John Glenn in The Right Stuff, mm-hmm. you know? So you don't what get about to see him. Uh, Apollo 13, he's great in that. Yeah, but this is him being really just bad, just yeah. a bad person. You know, you see him get to be really bad. You know here. what it is with Ed Harris is that he. Um he disappears in the role. Yes. And so you take him for granted and you think he's just like this guy, but it takes a lot of work to come off like a real person, uh, good or bad, yeah. to really say, oh, that's a real person. It's not an actor yeah. doing a type. He's a real person. And that's tough. I'm going to I'm gonna switch it up now. Instead of yeah. fa- best, who was your favorite character? Who do you think did the, gave the best performance? Because it's full of great performances. Oh, Ooh, that's How tough. can you pick? Pacino. How can you pick? You think Pacino? Yeah. Jack Lemmon. Jack Lemmon? I, I, I think Jack Lemmon, too. He's so dynamic in this that it's just, and he's subtle, too. Like, you don't yeah. think he's going to be the main Really, like he, you follow him a lot, but he's you. You kind of follow everybody a little. He bit. He is kind he's, of the main character. He's yeah. the one where you're just like, holy. You see this. You see the swing of desperation. And then he's riding high. Yeah. Because the way he, the, his performance is so good. Because you see him 
Jack Lemmon's always Jack Lemmon in one way or another, but... You see him at the top and at the bottom, But right? when he's in the office, he's talking with everybody, and he's kind of, you know, trying to but figure But Al is such a great hustler, and he I love watching it. He is. I was he's, like, I will watch him hustle all day. See, yeah, that's it's hard to pick. He but, should have been in uh, Wolf of Wall Street. But here's why you I think Lemmon, because when you see Lemmon on that sales call, yeah. when you see him in the yeah. house, uh-huh. and you see how obvious it is, that's acting because he's not changing a lot of his performance. It's but, it's a lot of subtle facial features. But it's too. the guy, you it's can this it. character doing this performance and it's like three times removed from Jack Lemon. You're just like, wow, how is he doing this? You know, it's like a great You're right, because it's it's uh it's that character doing a performance for the for the client. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's not Jack yeah. Lemon doing it, it's yeah. the machine doing it. Yeah. So it's like this three layer deep performance and you're just like Jesus it's like when people do dialects and they say I've got to do it through the dialect then I've got to do it through the time then I've got to do it through the character yeah. and you're like you're doing three performances yeah. he's the most yeah. believable as yeah. you while the others are very strong actors and they do a good job delivering their lines he is really the only person you can believe as an actual person I don't know I believe I believe everybody I believe I mean I Everyone's believe Alec Baldwin yeah you know, I believe because I know there's people like that out there oh, yeah. and that's the thing with Mamet he wrote something where this is like this isn't bullshit there are people like this yeah, yeah, yeah they're sure. they're cutthroat fucking salesmen now we get anything. now we get spam calls but back in the day it was like you know now th- the thing I was thinking of is before there were cold calls yeah this <laughs> is life before cell phones and pagers yeah because it's a lot of on the payphone and gee what can we do they've ripped all the phones out I gotta run across the street. and then they say if anybody calls here tell them I'm across the street or uh, Tell him at the Chinese restaurant. Yeah. John, what was your favorite performance? Yeah, Pacino. Oh, it's it's probably a tie between Pacino and Lemon, and they're both working opposite ends of the spectrum. Yeah, one of them is on the, you know, riding high, and the other one's. I mean, think about the desperation. That's the thing with Jack Lemon. He is desperate because he's got this daughter. All those scenes where you can tell what's going on the other end, mm-hmm. and they're ready to take the daughter out of the hospital. It's like we didn't do the operation because you couldn't pay. You know, bless you. Bless, bless you. you. You know, there's one scene where you go, it's obvious that they're going to put off the operation. They've moved her out of the room. And if he doesn't pay, that's going to be it. So you can really get, you get the desperation. Awful. It's know? even worse when at the end of the film, you Jack Lemmon goes, well, what about my daughter? And Kevin Spacey says, I don't give a fuck. Or, yeah, I don't like you. Yeah, he says, fuck you. Yeah, yeah, he's, 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 he says, you, you know, don't I don't like, like you because you. you got a big mouth. <laughs> and he yeah. said, what about my daughter? He's like, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, crazy. Yeah. Just cold-hearted world. It's cold. It's a cold-hearted world out there, guys. Dog eat dog world out there. Uh, did you did you have a favorite line? Did anybody have a favorite line? Always be closing. Coffees for closers. Your child. Your child. I like, the, I like the cake line. I like the cookies for closers. Yeah, that's a good. One. <laughs> anytime okay. somebody, yeah, anytime somebody's doing a put down, we always I, add that. I like the cake child. line because it's such a throwaway. Yeah, it's such a good Store-bought. line. Storebot. Storebot. And, and you and Pacino just goes, "You fucking bitch." That fucking bitch. <laughs> She's like, you know what? You know what? Makes, you, know what makes, right. you know what part does make me laugh? How immature! What a child! Like seriously, Roma's such a child because when <laughs> when uh, I love that he just he's just busting up when uh, Jack Lemon is going after the office manager, yeah. and then at the end he goes, "He's right, Williamson." <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's where the admiration comes in. And you yeah, I think I think that's where the admiration comes in because. They don't. Neither of them has respect for you know what this office manager yeah. is doing. Yeah. He's just a tool, right? So I think that there is some comradeship. I between. think there is. You are yeah. supposed to help us, not fuck yeah. us I over. I think they, yeah. I think there is some. Even though you're you're right that yeah. I just I I think I think there is a there's a on some level. I don't know if it's a comradeship, more of just a 
small bit of respect. Yeah. Yeah, there's a mutual they respect. They both have to do the same thing. Yeah. I still think the whole time Pacino just does not I'm sure. I'm shit. sure Roma's been around long enough to see. He probably saw a little Maybe, bit of the yeah. machine when he was on top of his game. Like it's, he says, he learned a few things. Yeah. When he came in, he was probably still riding high. Yeah. yeah. And so, yeah. you know. But yeah, that I, yeah. I do. But my favorite line is, uh, buy a pack of gum, I'll show you how to chew it. Yeah. I just think that's yeah. such a great... Yeah. <laughs> As, as, as much as all the other lines are great. Oh, there's so many lines you hear from this. Yeah. People just throw them around. F you. That's my favorite. Yeah. All right. Let's rank it, guys. Let's rank it. Uh, Justine, what do you give the, the fabulous Glengarry Glen Ross? Four. <gasps> Hurtful. <laughs> what does he say about the coffee cake, uh, Patrick? Uh, is it, uh, was it fresh? Store-bought. And then what is the... Fuck you, bitch. <laughs> or fucking bitch. There we go. Uh, Patrick... Uh, eight and a half, but I never want to see it again. Hey, that's I'll take that's it. That's a good rating. Mm. Yeah, Jake. Yeah, I'll give it an eight. Yeah, John. Eight. Yeah, I'm gonna go. Uh, this is a solid eight for me. You know, Justine's thing. It, it is hard because it's a play. I and can, it, yeah. it feels claustrophobic. A little bit. I just don't. It wanna... just feels like. It's just a run-on, long thing, especially with the cussing and all these words. It's like, where is there the break in this? And I it's appreciate just... it. I just don't want to watch it again. Yeah. yeah. I, I, it's like, like Lawrence just, of Arabia. It's like, I can appreciate for what I it is. I felt like but... when no, I was I'll watching watch it, mm-hmm. I just wanted to walk out of that room, and I don't yeah. want to hear it anymore. Like, I'm done with you guys. You guys are just too much. There's too much competition here, and I don't care. It's a lot of testosterone. And it's all guys. It's all guys. The bartender was my favorite character because he's just back there reading the paper the whole time. How do I get that kick? Uh, all right, let's uh, let's let's go. What's next week, Justine? Malcolm X. Malcolm X. Malcolm X. Wow, we're in for some heavy. We're some he- we're in for some heavy duty stuff before Christmas. Because uh, it's the holiday season. It's the holiday After season. Malcolm X. I think it actually is appropriate name. for us to watch some real heavy shit. When yeah, we're, right. Before Christmas. Yeah. Before uh, Christmas. Yeah, yeah. I think so too. Mm-hmm. And then after that, we'll have a nice Christmas movie. Yeah. We'll throw in a Christmas. Movie. Something to wash it all down. With. I don't know. If this, do I have any '90s Christmas movies? Uh, we got Die Hard 3 coming up, but that one doesn't take place got, at Christmas, uh, believe it or not. Is Santa Claus isn't 90s. Is that early 2000s? Which one? The Santa Claus? That's 2000. <laughs> is that 2000s? Oh, that'd be late 90s. Might be like 90s. We're never 99. watching that. Okay. So. 90s Christmas movies. Uh, Mixed Nuts, Jingle All the Way, Home Alone, Home Alone 2, All I Want for Christmas. Oh, I the do Monsters, like Jingle All the Way. Scary Little Christmas. Nightmare Before Christmas, The Nutcracker. Uh, oh, what's your Nightmare Before Christmas? We never watched that, right? Yeah, Mickey's Once it. Upon a Christmas. But it's animated. And you uh, it. So we had a no animated clause or what something? What else? Well, no Disney animated. Because yeah, that's really it. Was it. There find, wasn't a lot of... Because they were in the vault. Uh, yeah. No, but he has um, Disney Plus now. Oh, this That's an- why we couldn't do it, because we weren't able to watch Was those. it for They me? wouldn't let you rent yeah. it. Remember we were trying to but watch... But I have all that stuff. No, it couldn't it have been for me. you guys. Yeah, yeah, we didn't have it. We couldn't yeah. write oh, it. But we I... have Disney Plus now. Disney's back on board. Yeah, we couldn't watch 101 Disney's Dalmatians. back on the menu, boys. There was no way to rent it. <laughs> <laughs> we tried that. Hey, isn't um, Grumpy Old Men a Christmas movie? Oh, my God. We're watching Grumpy Old Men. <laughs> Is it? That's what we're watching. We're going to lemon. Why are we not watching Miracle on 31st Street? Because we're watching, we're watching, we're watching Grumpy, Grumpy Old, Old Men. Men. It's a Christmas film. Uh, Muppets Fuck. Christmas Carol. Like, come on. There's some solid ones in there. Grumpy, Grumpy Old, Old Men. Men. You got to do it before you're done with Jack Lemmon. You moron. <laughs> Gustafson. Oh, Anne Margrock. Oh, my God. The great Anne Margaret, dude. How, we love we're we're big fans of Jack Lemon on this podcast. Um, the Santa Claus is nineteen ninety four. Yeah, but is it Grumpy Old Men? Mm, I mean, there's a Grumpy Old Man in it. <laughs> and you get Burgess <laughs> Meredith. And you get Burgess. <laughs> yeah, I showed her my cannelloni. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> Looks like somebody's putting the hot dog on the yeah. bun. All right. It's, it's got Tim the Toolman Taylor. I mean, Tim Allen. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Yep. Yep. Arr, so wait, arr, what arr, movies are we watching arr. officially? Uh, let's do next uh, week is Malcolm X. Next week is Malcolm X. Yeah, and then we're gonna we are gonna watch uh, Grumpy Old Men. Grumpy Old Men for Christmas. Good call, Justine. That's so crazy because he looks younger in this film, but it's just 1993 that Grumpy Old Men came out. Hey, it, yeah, the it's 93 too. The only reason it qualifies as a Christmas movie is because it released on Christmas Day. It also takes place it's at also, Christmas. Yeah, I mean, I can't. It's winter when it's they winter. go fishing. Well, yeah. As much as Die Hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that's a fucking Christmas movie. And you get to see we get Walter Matthau again, <laughs> yeah. man. Yeah. And what's funny was watching Glenn Gary Glenn Ross. I was thinking, yeah, I wonder if we're ever going to get around to Grumpy Old Men. Yeah, we should. <laughs> I mean, because that was a resurgence for them. And that's how <laughs> I know Jack Lemmon. And uh, Matthew. That really brought them back. Uh, they, they gave them like a second career, both of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They kind of had a like yeah, a little. Yeah, because then they did. Um, uh, out to Sea. No, that. Um, they did Out to Sea. The kid. What's that That kid that makes him mad, Matthew? Uh, uh, Dennis the Menace. Dennis the Menace. 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 Yeah. Well, but, well, but they, but they ended, up doing, that. They ended <laughs> up doing uh, Out to Sea. Right. And they did. Uh, and they did a, an, an odd couple sequel. Odd couple two, yeah. Which wasn't great, but I mean. It was Neil Simon. It's fun to see him. Grumpy Old Men 2. Uh, we do have with Sophia Loren. Sophia Loren. Yeah, man. Hey. Grumpy Old Men's great because it's it's not demanding at all, but you're just watch, you're just enjoying. Save you're like, show. I'm watching two people that I enjoy. Some of us have never seen it. And they're the You've never seen Grumpy Old Men? No way. Oh, wow. my God. Oh, wow. you're going to love it. You know, if you ever wondered what would Felix and Oscar be like when they're like in their 70s, <laughs> that's the movie. But yeah, know? so when I watched the other you saw one, reverse. I was like, whoa. I remember Justine saying that. They're oh, the same. That, that's what they look like young. <laughs> It's the same people again. <laughs> and they're kind of acting the same. Yeah. What is yeah. it, Oscar? Is it the cooking, the cleaning, the crying? I'll, I'll tell you what it is. It's the, the cooking, cooking the, the cleaning, cleaning, the crying. But it was more seeing Matthew in a, in a regular Matthew. hat. Matthew. Matthew. In a regular Matthew. hat. I love that. He Him wasn't wearing, wearing the flaps. Yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> like, where's, yeah. Oh, he's really young. <laughs> yeah. He yeah. still looks 50. Well, the funny thing about Matthew. <laughs> he's like 30. He looks Matthew, had, Matthew had jet black hair until he was like 65 or something. <laughs> we, 65. 65. Yeah. 65. Yeah. 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 He's like Reagan. They're like, are you dyeing your hair? No, I just. I want to live hair. to be 65. Yeah. Lemon went gray pretty 69. early. Yeah. He was already gray by like China syndrome. Like in the early 70s, it was already. Uh, going, Save the Tiger. Save the Tiger yeah, yeah. was already going gray, yeah. You know, I wonder. I guess they're the same age, him and Matt, though. Grumpy Old Man and what? No, next week is Malcolm X. But the following week is Grumpy throw, Old Man and what? We might throw another Christmas movie in there, but for now, it's Grumpy Old Men for sure. Good call, Justine. Good, excellent call. We were going to get to it eventually, but we Perfect well movie. Do yeah, for Christmas. You've never seen it? You've never seen yeah. it? Patrick's we seen all it. love Christmas movie who ninety three. Who doesn't love Lemon and Mathal? Jack Lemon and Mathal, and they still got it. And oh yeah, they still got it. Yeah. I don't think we're ever going to get I'll like a perfect perfect timing for a movie. You know, it's almost Jurassic Park is around the corner. I couldn't be happier. You know what I'm going to do ahead of time? I'm going to watch the original first, and then I'll watch it. The original what? Original what? Um, uh, Walter Matthau and Jack Lemmon. Are you gonna watch the Odd Couple? Then you know, you know I'm gonna watch the Odd Couple first. They made like four movies in the '70s. They made the oh no, page, I, I just I'm gonna compare cookie. to the Perfection to whatever. <laughs> this fact, is. The, they whatever did, this. They is. did the Fortune Cookie before the Odd Couple. Yeah, guys, just yeah. go to season. Go to. I'm telling you, you guys have Hulu, mm-hmm. right? Go to season two of the Odd Couple TV show. I don't like watching it. You will love it. Why is that? Because it's just not. Just Jack skip the Lemon first season. But it, they're good. They're good in uh, like 
Like am when I, I watch it, I'm like, these are not the same. But, but you know what? You watch a couple good ones and you start thinking that's the odd couple. <laughs> I know friends that saw that first and they thought that Lemon and Mathow. I don't know. They're not Klugman and Randall. Yeah, Fucking Tony Randall is so good. It's a different take on both characters. Yeah, but. watch a couple of them and you'll really get hooked. I tried and I was like, really? Don't they're watch, trying really hard don't, to be like Don't, don't watch, watch season, season one. one because season, season one is good if you go back and watch it later, but... They tried to kind of make it like a. Well, it was they it, filmed it? No audience. Yeah, there's no audience. So when you get to the second one and they have an audience, it's much better. It's the sweet spot. Yeah, yeah. season two is the sweet spot. They yeah, know but how the shows to, now are better without a laugh track. Like, they, I don't no, want to see people. No, season two. It's, yeah, it's that's filmed, why Friends is trash. Take away the laugh season track. Season two is filmed before a live studio audience, and you can tell they kind of feed mm. off of that energy. I think Big Bang Theory begs to differ. I think oh. we need to keep the. And I think track. that's the way they were. Uh, they were begging for an audience. They say we're going to be better if you can get an audience in front of us we're going to be better I don't like pit pits pits in my juice <laughs> I'm sorry I don't know they've got me from the theme you always say from the beginning can two grown men live together can two divorced men live together without killing themselves <laughs> without driving each other crazy yeah uh, love it I love it I love you guys uh, we will be back next week with Malcolm X until then for John for Jake for Patrick for Justine we say Always be podcasting. Unity. Merry Christmas and a happy new year. And God bless us, everyone. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Make it open to everyone. Do it, Jake. Da da da. Ya, da 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 da. Fucking bitch. <laughs> Don't forget to stuff up your sock. <laughs> <laughs> it's the holiday season. Everybody's waiting for the be Bippity bop. Don't forget to stuff up your sock. I don't know. Uh, uh, don't uh, forget to hang up your sock. Oh, God. Okay, bye, guys. <laughs>